Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Let's see if this is going to work for us. Hang on a minute. Activate. Oh, a bit racist. Now, Gosh. Trust me to pick the racist oh, one. That's outrageous. I mean, of all of the songs I could have picked out of there. Thankfully, we couldn't quite hear what was being said. Well, they were doing Chinese, Chinesey voices. They were doing Chinesey voices. What's that? What year is that record? From? That record is the China Bop <gasps> by the Ray Ellington Quartet. Uh, that is, um, 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 nineteen forty-eight, I think. 1948, on uh, the Parlophone label. Dear listener, I have a new toy. It is a delight. I haven't really fiddled around with it yet. Just before we came on air, the needle slipped out of it. So I hastily had to put another needle. Now, I, this is, dear listener, a, uh, a gramophone player, a Decca 50. It is uh, was considered to be the iPod of its time. 
it is um uh, would have been portable people would have taken this out on picnics to the river in the park and they would have played their racist old-fashioned songs like that and it is absolutely stunning thing I mean, it's, see, it sounds ropey. It's meant to sound ropey. You have to wind it. It doesn't even last. The wind doesn't even last for a whole side of a 78. You've got to wind it up. Well, they didn't go in. Good job they didn't go in for much snogging on dates mm-hmm. back then. Because you have it, to keep, keep cranking the handle. It is. <laughs> if you're watching on Periscope, you can see it. It is absolutely stunning. And I'm going to say this. Um, a steal, just under 90 quid on eBay. I've been watching, I don't know why. And by the way, I believe it's, um, uh, Alex, and I don't know Alex's partner's name, but Alex, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. This, sir, uh, is an absolute treasure, and, um, um, my heart is, is full of joy for owning it. For some reason, I've wanted an old gramophone, um, player for a while. I've been looking at them and, they're quite often broke. Remember, I saw one about three years ago when yeah. we were in London, and it was it was really expensive. It was about one hundred and twenty quid, and it, it it didn't hold its tempo. The speed varied enough for it to be annoying. Um, so was, it, it, was that a crank handle one? It was a crank was handle. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's been in the back of my mind for a few years to get one, and um, then just recently I just thought, well, you know, um, <laughs> Lino's uh, uh, tweeted. I don't know what's going on on Ian Lee's show, but now it sounds like what I imagine the inside of Nigel Farage's head is all the time. Um, and so, I, I, so I've, I've been kind of looking on on eBay as is the the place, and I was looking for a record player for my sister, and I fell down the gramophone rabbit hole, and um, was looking, and they were either broken, you know, buy it for parts, or they were too expensive. Then I saw this this bad boy, and when I saw it, it was twenty quid. Mm-hmm. So I put in a cheeky bid, and very quickly I was outbid, and we, we we went up, we went up, we went up, and I went up to eighty nine quid, and I thought, nah, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna win. And it won. And Catherine, it was near where Catherine lives, and she very kindly went and collected it for me. And it is absolutely beautiful. I need to experiment with the needles and things like that. And some of the, it came with a wonderful album, like a photo album. I didn't know this was coming with it. It's a photo album. His master's voice, it's like a photo album. But it's full of these beautiful 78s made from shellac, which is made from beetle shells, which is incredible. Um, and they, they shatter like nobody's business. We haven't broken any yet. And we opened up, we're flicking through it. There was one from Jim Dale, our friend Jim Dale. Friend of the show, Mr. Jim Dale, Dr. Nookie himself. So we were playing that and there's no volume control. It just plays loud and it's brilliant because of it. I love it. It is beautiful beyond compare. My boys will love it. They've got, you know, my eldest has got a a, a cheap old Crosley record player in his room, and we were listening to Spirit last night, guys. Um, And he he loves listening to the Carpenters on his record player, and I'm going to, I'm not going to let this stay in their bedroom, but I'm certainly going to let them have a look at it and have have a go on it. It is a work of art. Alex, sir, thank you very much indeed for parting with this and uh, this will be well and truly loved, and we may play another disc later on. By the way, if anyone knows anything about um, uh, <laughs> gramophone uh, things, and what there's about well, there's about 50 ne- spare needles in there. I don't know what I'm supposed to use. I don't know what, but what a joy. <clears throat> and for those wondering, the machine that will allow me to record my own records on this... Uh, was sent out today. We may have it tomorrow. We may have it Wednesday. We just don't know. But 
I will be making bespoke 78 RPM records. Wowzers, guys. That This is absolutely stunning. I love it. I love it. I'm going to push it to one side, um, and we'll use it a little bit later on. <coughs> and interestingly enough, by the way, uh, uh, Ian Lee, the late night alternative, Catherine Boyle is here. Boom. Sam is through there. Um, interestingly enough, it kind of, it kind of, just think, everyone on that record is dead. And so are probably their children. Isn't that incredible? Every, mm-hmm. that, the actual voices of ghosts on there. Uh, what a joy. Um, but it kind of ties in with a thought that's been buzzing around in my head a bit. And um, I put it into practice, kind of, on Saturday. Um, I've been inspired. But last year, last summer, I think it was, John Ronson. Um, the writer and, and screenwriter and author and, you know, the humorist, I guess we would have called him back in a different time. And he's been on the show. Um, he did some shows at the Leicester Square Theatre. I think he did a week of shows where he's interviewing big names like Louis Theroux and, and you know, big names. And, um, you know, John is kind of a podcast innovator, I would say. And, and he, he's, he's done TV shows and movies and things. And lots of people on Twitter said, John, I can't get tickets. Will these shows be filmed or recorded for podcast? And it would have been easy to have recorded it for, for podcast. You just plug a little recorder into the soundboard. It was two mics. Easy to record. It would have been fairly simple to film as well and inexpensive. And John Ronson replied, no, I'm not recording them. I'm not filming them. And that really resonated with me it it it, it just kind of i thought oh in this age where we film everything and we take pictures of everything and we podcast everything and if you miss a tv program you just go on your phone and you can watch it and if you miss a radio show you can go on your phone and listen to it or your computer or whatever you know in, in this age where everything is available when I was 14, 15 years old, and I was really into the monkeys. This was the late 80s, okay? And um, I would scour record shops for copies of their albums. Um, and also, I would write off um, to mailing lists and adverts I saw in magazines in America. And they would then send me a list of things, and it would, you know, take two weeks for it to come over. Then I'd go through it and work out what I could afford. And then I had to go and persuade my mum to um, go to her bank to get a, 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 a check made out for American dollars. I can't remember how you did it, if you went to the post office or if you, you went to the, the bank. I but it was a really complicated thing, and then she would come back and give me the check for American dollars, and I would post it, and I would send it off, and then I'd get a package back. That whole process could take three months just to get just to get half a dozen tapes. Um, and you really had to look for stuff and search for stuff and, and, and be lucky. And now... Everything is available to everyone all the flipping time. Now, I did a show here on Saturday night. I filled in for Dr. Pam. She was refereeing a bukkake party. And um, Kath wasn't producing it. It was a young man called Des. And um, it was a straight-to-air show. And I wasn't sure how it would go. I didn't know, you know, what the audience figures are like for a Saturday night on talk radio. And, um, and do you know what? It worked really well. Really funny show. Different from what we do in the week. It was a one-off. I'd like to do more. I'm saying that now. But it was a one-off. Um, completely different from what we do in the week. 
Um, there was there was nonsense. There was stupidity. There was pantomime. The, the the last thirty minutes was very funny. As I sent the listeners off on a fool's errand, we had some really heartfelt calls. You know, incredible call from that lady who, who really wanted to have a baby. And oh, so there's loads of. I got a blind man to tell Alexa to f off. It was it was you know it was a, it was a good show. She ignored him, didn't she? She ignored him. It was a really solid show, and I kind of made the decision. Not to podcast it. Not to have it out and podcast. We only do half an hour podcasts anyway. Um, not to podcast it. Well, some people online, hashtag entitled, have got very, um, got very angry about that. Very angry about it. You know they can listen again, right? Well, this is the thing. It, it, it's slightly fake because, yes, you can go online and you can listen again. I think it's on my YouTube channel as well. Certainly bits of it are. Right? So it's a slightly fake thing. But I just wanted to buy into that thing. And if I did ever end up doing the Saturday show, and I'm, I'm speaking slightly out of turn because Dr. Pam does an absolutely superb job. Um, uh, but, you know, you never know what's around the corner. Um, if I did do the Saturday show to make it different, I would I would not want it podcast. You know, it would it it, it, it for me lived in that moment. It only really existed between nine p.m. and midnight on that Saturday night, and that's I kind of liked that idea about it. Partly because it makes it separate from the weekday show, so it's a different thing. Partly because it's 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 happening live, and you don't know what's going to happen, and it is a bit more spontaneous, and it feels a bit more dangerous. Well, some people online got very, very angry. I want to download the whole show. Well, you can't. Well, I want to. And then some kind soul says, well, actually, you can listen to the whole thing again. And there is a way of, I don't know how you do it, but there is a way on the talk radio site of downloading yeah, you can. it. You can do all that. Um, no, I, I, I want to download it. I don't want it downloaded on my computer. I want it downloaded on my phone so I can listen. And people were explaining, and this guy couldn't get it to work, and he was getting angrier and angrier. And then he went, well, if talk radio can't be bothered to podcast it, I can't be bothered to listen. I cheekily wow. replied, thanks for the support. Um, and it, it, it just struck me. And I don't know where I'm going with this. This is just, I'm just thinking out loud. And Alan and Barry, I can see you there, and I will come to you after the break. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It just struck me that we are now in a position where... Um, if you missed a one-off radio show, and it was a one-off, if you missed a one-off radio show, you can actually get angry with the host and with the radio station for not making that radio show available to download at your leisure. That's kind of where we've got. And I love the fact that people listen to the show. I love the fact that people podcast the show. And I know some of you do record the whole thing and pass it around as well. And do you know what? I'm cool with that. I'm really cool with that. Because I would have done the same thing for a show that I really like. So I'm not in any way having to go uh, and denigrating the podcasters at all. You know, it's kind of part of the job. But there's... Uh, and I really haven't got an end line for this. There is there is no kind of... And, and that's that's where I'm at now. But I just... I'm getting excited by the prospect of, of doing something that only lives in that moment. You go and see a play, right? You go and see... We're going to go and see a play in September. Um, that performance will only exist on that Saturday afternoon between half past one and half past four. And that's brilliant, right? On Wednesday, my daughter, you know, she went for an audition to get in. And oh, yeah, yeah. And she got a really good part. Mm. She's got a couple of... And she's a shy girl, and you never would have thought she'd put herself up for it. And she, it's the first thing she's done where she's had to audition for it. And she yep. got it, and I was thrilled to bits for her. 
one because she really loves being in sort of plays and things like that but also yep. two because personally i don't think she had it in her mm. i'm gonna be honest yeah yeah so i'm really proud of her right i know i'm gonna be sitting behind rose and rosa parents some of whom will have cameras out yeah. i won't be able to see it i yeah. won't be, and i will you'll be watching it through someone else's screen i will or i'm determined i'm not going to be watching it through my screen but is that bad that i won't have it <laughs> well there you go there's a question because I've done that. I've, I'm, I've done that. I, I, I make an effort when I go and see kids' things now. I, fi- I, I film bits of it. I film it unobtru- uh, unobtrusively, but I don't fil- film all of it, and I'm not looking at it through the screen. I was sitting behind someone one Christmas with an iPad. Oh yeah, size yeah, one, no, holding it up. That, yeah, it's like yeah. you might as well th- hold a book in front of my oh, face. Well, the, where, the school we go to, you know, a posh school, and the, the people come in with these massive lenses. And I've kind of been that, and, and, and there is, maybe there is something in recording those special moments of kids. I wonder, right, I wonder, just thinking out loud, um, because we don't remember stuff. We don't, I wonder if it's going to have some, like, impact on Alzheimer's in 50 years' time, because we don't exercise that memory thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I don't really film bits in concerts anymore. M- maybe like my favourite, favourite song. Or I, I, when I took the boys to see the Beach Boys, I filmed a tiny bit of my boys singing so I could send it to my wife. But um, I tend not to film concerts. I tend to sit... I, 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 I used to. But I tend to sit there and I look at the band and I look around and I look at the audience and I try and, and remember try and be it. in the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's that being in the moment. But it's an effort and there is an anxiety, yeah. isn't there, bubbling away yeah. thinking, I'm not getting any of this, I'm not getting any of this. Yeah. But when do you actually sit down and look at that stuff yeah. afterwards? Yeah. There's that picture I saw on, on Twitter last year of Justin Bieber crouching down in the middle of all his fans yeah. and not one of them is facing in his direction. They've all turned their backs on him because they're getting that selfie. There's um, there's a great picture and I, I do wonder if it's fake. I'm oh, the one good. of the granny? Yeah, it's like... There's, it's is it like, the Pope? It's, it's a Pope or something. I don't know what it is and there's, there's, there's a picture and it's you know 500 people with their phones out and they're crashed up against the barrier and there's just an old woman the only person just looking and not holding a little thing up and on all of that and i wonder i wonder if it's going to have any we're getting we're we're more stupid than we were 20 years ago more stupid um you know who knows how to who knows how to read a map who knows how to you know when i use the sat nav um and before my dad would work it out in his head he'd go right we're heading west and so we need to, and he'd work it out, or he'd look at the map, and then he'd, he'd work it out. Or oh, you would stop, and you would stop yeah. and recheck your map. And now we just look at a screen, and so it means well, what my dad would do is it would take us three hours to get there, but it would take him an hour and a half to get back because he'd remember the route. Yeah, I don't remember the route back. I don't know how to get back from places. We are more stupid as a society because of technology, and I wonder if fifty years down the line. Um, we're going to be more frail, more you have more, you know, variants of Alzheimer's because we haven't uh, uh, trained our um, memory muscles. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. You might want to chip in about that. You might not want to. I don't really know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. The late night alternative with me and Lee Her Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Apparently, you're supposed to change the needle every side. No. This is what someone said. I've got to oil my handle. Um, uh, Tomkinson Glass isn't enjoying the show. Sorry, can't listen to your inane spew anymore. I've replied, okay, 
Your windows are shit. Um, that's in a town quite near to where I live. Maybe I could go and watch him do his work and tell him he's rubbish. People who make glass windows shouldn't throw stones. No. Well, that sounded like a threat. Um, antique stained glass. Ooh, what are you staining it with? Victorian arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. Fair play, though. His Twitter feed is fascinating. He's taken a picture of his nuts. Oh, for goodness sakes. Is there any phrase... I, I, I can only think of one phrase that instills as much fear as arts and crafts, and that's psychic fair here this Saturday. Yeah. Arts and arts and crafts, Chris! Hello. Hello, Chris. Hi. Uh, I just want to talk about recording stuff. Yeah, go on. And what um, you were saying about not recording the Saturday Night Show. Yes. Uh do you not think that now in 2000 and what are we in, 14, 15? But, Seven, uh, we're in 17. Oh shit, I've lost a few years. Um, that, uh, people should record more stuff. If you think back to um, Derek and Clive and that kind of thing, where they had to book studio time and book time to get together and do stuff. And that was a big deal and that was recorded on yeah. the tape and put out. And that was their being thing yeah but you do that five nights a week um are you as good as Derek and clive well i'm not well i'm not i'm not i think comparisons between me and Derek and clive are slightly amiss but yeah no you but you've just put forward the argument of why things shouldn't be recorded but then you miss um the gold what gold what are you talking about man you don't know what year it is the gold come out on saturday night when, um, yeah, it was good. You should have been there. Well, you, did you listen to it? I listened to it this afternoon. Yeah, brilliant. And it, and, and, and it lived in that moment. But here's the thing, right? It was a really good show, completely different from this show. And you listened to it. And I'll be honest, it's, it's a slightly um, fake conversation because, it, it, you know, it is out there if you want to find it. But I'm not putting yeah. it out there deliberately. Um, but um, those people who missed it, their lives will carry on. And yeah, they've, still got, they've, still got another, they, they've still got another 15 hours, well, 18 hours of me this week, if you include the Virgin show. So, um, it's, you know, it's, it, isn't it, you talk about the Derek and Clive thing, they had to f- find a time in their diaries when they were free. It's slightly different because they're not a radio show, but then they had to book the studio, then they had to record it, then they had to edit it. Maybe they should have edited it a little bit more. Then they had to release it, and then it went out of print for 15 years, and then it came back on again, and then it was passed around on cassettes and bootleg tapes. Um, And that made it more special. Derek and Clive isn't actually that funny, right? But what made it funny was the the naughtiness of it, the subversiveness of it. I I bet most of the people that heard Derek and Clive didn't own the records, they had a, a, a third-generation bootleg that their mate had taped off a mate who taped it off their dad. Um, I don't agree with that. Well, 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 hang on, me. which bit of that don't you agree with? I've got the records in front of me now. Right, well, you, you're, you're a rarity then. Most people didn't. I certainly didn't, didn't uh, uh, own a copy of it when I heard it. He didn't find it funny. I, f- I found it funny when I was fifteen because it was adult swearing. But if you if you if you deconstruct it, it's not that funny. What what is it? Raquel Welsh has, has got something up her fanny or something. I mean, what's the worst? The, the, he talks about being a sea kicker. That's not. I mean, some of it is actually pretty nasty. The sea kicker sketch is awful. It is, but that's 
and uh, that's not a funny to... sketch, man. And I don't want to deconstruct comedy too much, but the sketch where he talks about kicking someone in the sea, even as a fifteen-year-old, I didn't find that funny. I found that I, I thought that was 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 uh, unpleasant. But the funniest, funniest is in the unpleasantness where it is. No, not in that sketch. That sketch was just mean. And that sketch was just mean, and and uh, it was Peter Cook. Uh, Peter Cook could be could, could be wickedly Peter Cook could be wickedly funny, but he could also be a nasty piece of work. And and there are some, there are some sketches in there that show that I, I think do neither him nor Dudley Moore any favors. And the Sea Kicker sketch is one of them. It's thoroughly unpleasant. But. But also, it's, you can't, it's, it's incomparable, because they were recording an album, this is a radio show, so it's completely different. And there's a real sense of entitlement that everyone thinks, oh, I should be able to listen to this whenever I want. Why? Why yeah. should you be able to listen to this whenever you want? Well, I was one of the ones on Twitter saying to the guy you were saying about earlier on, who was complaining um, he couldn't get it the way he wanted it. And I said to him two or three ways of, like, download this way, that yeah. way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw, yeah. And he was saying... Um, but it wasn't. It uh, wasn't easy. It, it wasn't easy enough for him. He wanted to press a button, and it would appear on his phone for him to yeah. listen to whenever he wanted. And I'm sorry, dude. That ain't the way it 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 works. And I do, I just don't think. You, hey, so, so th- th- there's three hours of, of of me that not everyone has easy access to. The world's still going to keep moving. It ain't important. But what if you did the best uh, 25 minutes of your life of your career? on that um, show, and I just went missing. Well, tough. Tough. Really? Yeah, yeah, tough. So what? what why, why is there this, this, this fascination that everything has to be documented and recorded? Because it's, it's your career. But it doesn't mean anything. None of it matters. And there's other stuff that's out there. So but it does to other people. Other people who are fans of your work. Well, they should listen. If they're, if they're big enough fans, they should li- They should have listened on Saturday night between 9 and 12. Yeah, and they did. And recorded it. Like I did. Well, th- that's great that you did. And I, I've not got any problem with you recording it um, at all and passing it around, put it up online. Do have you on with it. I couldn't care less. But I'm I'm not going to put a podcast out. Um, and if, 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 you know, if people are, were such big fans, and I don't for one second presume I have such r- r- uh, um, rabid fans, but if, if they yeah. were, then they should have listened to it. And if they missed it, oh, well. It was funny, but, you know, I've done better, I've done worse. And most of it was funny. That girl about who had two boyfriends and got pregnant a couple of times wasn't very funny. No, it wasn't uh, very funny. It was, it was heart-breaking. Um, but, but, but people, you know, if people didn't listen to it, Tough. Tough. Yeah. Tough. We, the, everything is too readily available. We are disappearing up our own um, uh, uh, mobile phone footage. But you put content out there to be heard, not to be heard once and disappear. No, no, no. I, I put. No, I, uh, for, as far as I'm concerned, the radio show is disposable. It's plastic, man. It's plastic. You think they call us plastic now, baby? You wait till I tell them how we really do it. There's a, there's a line for you 60s music fans. Um, it, the, the radio show is throwaway. It's disposable. But the effort you put in, and it's no, well, But there's, but, but, that, yeah, the effort we put in is for a disposable form of entertainment. Hmm. 
It's throwaway. It's throwaway. You know, and listen, the podcast, there's a, people are upset. The podcast is only 30 minutes now. Well, that came from our boss. But the more I think about it, the more I think, actually, yeah, it's a good idea. The rabbit hole is separate because that is, that is primarily a podcast. It isn't a radio show. That is a, that is more comparable to Derek and Clive releasing yeah. an album. You know, it's more comparable to that. But the radio show is, it's 15 hours a week. Some of it's brilliant. Some of it's quite good. Some of it's absolute rubbish. You know, the first hour and 40 minutes of Friday's show last week was awful, I thought. It wasn't until the last hour and 20 that it, it, it picked up. So what about that hour and 40 minutes? Do we put that out again? Do we release that as a podcast? Release that as a CD or a download? No. Well, the last three minutes of that woman, um, I listened to it this afternoon on YouTube. I yeah. just felt quite awkward. Yeah, yeah, but who who is the judge as to what we... In this instance, the judge is Catherine, but who who is the judge as to what is good enough to, to be listened to again and again and again, to go into the podcast? Um, I suppose you judge... It's your content. You judge what you put well, Listen, let's take it away from me, right? But who's your favourite group? As in music? Yeah. Uh, the Smiths. All right, so the, so if the Smiths got back together, right, and played a gig, I, hang on, let me change this ever so slightly. Led Zeppelin, right, got back together a few years ago and played a gig, right? The three of them and, and the the son of the drummer. I don't really know a lot about that, but they played a gig at the O2, right? I they, know, man. They no, could man, have made they could have made millions by filming it. And releasing it on on DVD and and pay per view to stream it, and mm-hmm. they didn't. They didn't. That concert lived and existed for those two and a half hours in the O2 for those fifteen thousand people that were there. That's it. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that delicious? Yeah, but their songs are on professionally recorded on an album. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual experience of them getting back together, I think, for the first time since Live Aid, I think. I'm not too hot on my my Led Zeppelin uh, history. But the first time they got back together, and that, and why would, people would consider that an historic reunion, and they didn't release it, and I think that's wonderful. So why did you release um, uh, Ian Radio on Radio? Ian Lee on Radio? On CD? Yeah. Um, because for two reasons. One, for money. Mm-hmm. And two, because I wanted to have a CD out. I'd never had a CD out before. So it was for vanity and, and financial gain. Mm. Ah. Well, it wasn't because mm-hmm. I necessarily wanted it documented. But I've got well, loads of them recorded. Enough. I've got about six yeah. of them recorded. Just because just I, I recorded them to... Nothing's ever going. I'm not going to release them. Mm-hmm. It was for money and vanity. Imagine that. Imagine that. There's honesty for you. Imagine doing that. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Anyway. Thank you very much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Evening, Barry. Uh, hello there, Ian. Uh, yeah, can I can I just say, Ian? Um, I listened in on Saturday. I made the effort because sometimes you do have to make an effort, uh, and it, it it was no real chore because it was a thoroughly enjoyable show, uh, Miss Catherine. But um, yeah, the show itself 
thoroughly enjoyed. Thank you very much. It was a good show. I like the 140 little bit. That was a real laugh towards the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, it'd be nice if you could try it with uh, with our lot, with our listeners. Nope. No? Okay, then. No, that was, that, was a, that was a one-off. It was a one-off. I got you. It was a one-off, Barry. Imagine, we're not going to retread the old ground. I'm not even going to explain what it was. Oh, well, that's fair enough. Anyway, it was a good laugh. Can I just say about mobiles? Yes. Uh, I, I don't possess a mobile. I don't use sat-nav. Uh, I, I do use a map. Um, I don't mind stopping and asking for directions. Uh, my life's not come to an end as a result of it. Exactly. And I just find it very odd, Ian, uh, because the question I get asked more than anything is, well, how do you manage? How do you manage with that? How do you manage? I manage in the same way I always did, Ian. Oh, go on. You get lost. So, you know, Hello. there we go. There we go. Well, uh, yes? And I, I, I mean, I just think there is a... There seems to be a big dependency on sort of wanting things instantly. Yes. Now, I'm, I made an effort. You uh, you'd told us that you were on on Saturday. Yes. I made a point. It was nine o'clock, so I was, uh, I was quite ready to sit down. And, uh, you know, it's no, no real problem. I listened to the show, and yep. as I say, thoroughly enjoyed it. There you go, Barrington. Thank you very much indeed. There you go. Indeed. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, why should you have... It all started with video recorders. Video. What we now refer to, or we did refer to, we've moved on from it now, time shifting. Time shifting. Where you didn't have to stay up late to watch that movie. You didn't have to um, come home from work early to take that episode of that show. You you could go out on a Saturday night and come back and, and see what had happened in... Uh, Minder, I think, was on a Thursday. But, you know... It's that thing. We are. We all feel. Um, <laughs> Stephen says, "I listened to your show on Saturday. I thought it was banging. It was there to be lived for at that moment. Bollocks to the moaning idiots who want everything at their fingertips." I do just. I. I, I want to. Um, how, I, and I don't know. And maybe by the end of the show at one o'clock, we'll have an idea. I don't know. Um, but I, I. I. I want to take this idea and. And and create something that is is really pure and uh, does only exist in that moment. And I don't quite know what that would be. I don't know what that would be. Whether that would be an evening. Whether that would be. Um, well, I mean, we can't. We haven't got the technology to do the radio show because because it go, goes up on the website. I don't know what. Here's the thing. Yes. The mouse trap. Oh, you know, I know who did it. Well. No. So many people know who did it, yeah. but no one says, yeah. because you're all complicit. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about the mousetrap, is that what goes on in that theatre stays in the theatre. And that's, the fact that that's a novelty, yeah. Yeah. is what make it, make, makes it special. Um, we need to come up with something that is a, um, is a one-off. And in my, in my head, the picture I have, Oh, I know what it'll be. It'll be a game of had. There we go. That's what it'll be. Our game of had will not be recorded. It will not be documented. It will be spoke of only in hushed 
whispers. Were you there? No. Did it really happen? It did. I I heard from someone that they went and they were it. That's what we'll do. We'll, that's what we'll do. We'll, 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 the summer holidays are upon us. I will have a little look for a location. Um, we might do a tour of Hads because I'm aware. I mean, the obvious place is to do it in like Hyde Park or something like that. Um, but then that's unfair to large swathes of the country. So maybe, maybe, maybe we do one um, in Manchester as well. I don't know. But we'll, we'll 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 do that. We'll have the game of Hads. That will be, and no photographs are permitted. No recordings. No videos are permitted. It will happen, and we will do it. Here's the thing that's we'll get shock. a courtroom artist to sketch it. That would <laughs> oh, be brilliant. It. Here's the thing that's going to shock you. Yes. Um, when I got married, I banned videos. I didn't want a video. Oh. Everyone was having wedding videos, and I said I didn't want one. Oh, it was very because trendy. it's never going to be as good. Those guys with the big uh, yeah, cameras, yeah. and we didn't have a wedding video. No. No, some people took. I, I've got a few little bits of bootleg stuff that people That's took. It's interesting. I've got about. I've got two minutes of me um, uh, and my my best man serenading my wife with a mandolin, and that is. And and even that, I don't know where that is. And isn't that brilliant? Yeah. Because. Yeah. To be honest, when I got my wedding pictures, I was a bit, I was a bit annoyed because oh. I saw things that I hadn't noticed on the day. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I had a bit of hair dangling down that no one told me about did you not shave <laughs> no my hairdresser uh-huh. let me go out the door and she later told my sister's friend Uh-oh. that she'd muffed it up and never told me oh did you get money back um no i never went back to her again i'd been going to her for years good good um but i was gutted yeah and then when i saw that on the pictures i, I it just annoyed me yeah so i'm glad i didn't have a video mm. I'm glad I didn't. Um, but everyone has videos now, and it's like they're thinking about that before the actual moment. And by the way, before someone tries to catch me out, yeah, we're still going to release the Rabbit Hole podcast. We're still going to release the daily podcast of this show. Ah. And we're still going to film stuff and stream it on Paris. We're still going to do that. That stuff will happen. But the Rabbit Hole podcast isn't the whole thing. No. If you come on the night, you get a whole different experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yes. I chop big bits out of the rabbit hole. By the way, July the 29th, Saturday, July the 29th, um, it's uh, happening Manchester, 1pm. It's Tickets are selling fast. Uh, Google Manchester Fringe Rabbit Hole or go to ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley. And hopefully tomorrow, certainly this week, I would imagine, um, the rabbitholeshow.com will be up and will be running, guys. We've had uh, some boffins have built a um, a fantastic, fancy website for us. And that website is going to be live soon. And it looks absolutely stupendous. Dom, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. 0344-499-1000. The late night alternative on talk radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Go on, read that tweet, because that tweet is spot on. Okay, this is from Monkey Spangles. Hey, Monkey Spangles! Says, I'm simultaneously scared of missing anything and drowning in all the things I haven't yet been able to see. Time to live in the moment? Time to live... I'm going to play another one of these records. I've got a buy. Um, We've got a buy... um, Shed loads of new needles in. I guess you're supposed to change the needle. Every time. Every time. Every time. That would explain why there are so many in there. I want to die a little. Just winding up my gramophone. Every time you say goodbye, I want to cry a little. 
Pump it up! I'm going to be doing bespoke, making bespoke records soon when my equipment arrives, if it works. Must stop buying crap on eBay. <laughs> I must stop buying crap on eBay. Let's see if this works. There we go. Oh, listen. Oh. There we go. So listen to this. Oh, a little scratch. A little scratch there. Here we go. Here we go. Slight Laurel and Hardy music, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, this is great. We're broadcasting this in DAB. <laughs> Speed it up. Oh no, slow it down. Speed it up. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Boing. I need to find out about needles. Right. Uh, 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 um. Oh. Sorry. Hello. It's haunted. That is now Alex on his listing never mentioned it was haunted come back in for the singing no wonder he was so keen to get rid of it Alex I'm going to leave you a bad review the product worked fine but it was possessed <laughs> well I told you the story behind it didn't I Yeah, go on. they've had it for a couple of years yeah. they didn't say why they got rid of it Yeah, now we know it was from his boss's dead mother's house. Oh! Um, is it getting faster? Is that T for two? <laughs> he sold me a haunted gramophone! <laughs> That's terrifying! <laughs> Oi. It's a hint that someone wants a cup of tea. <laughs> Is can you hear me, mother? Um, I'm ter- I'm actually uh, Dom. Yeah, man. With 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 this. Is, oh. uh, it's, it's coming to the end, I think. Yeah, I think this might be the episode of Goodnight, Sweetheart. You're about to go somewhere. God no! It's nice knowing you, Ian. Weeknights at the Catherine Boyle Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you leave a bad review on eBay because it's haunted? It's, <laughs> it's possessed by a, by a, a demon? Wowzers. Um, 
terrifying. Thank you for that. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. And the fact, I mean, I don't really know much about it. I'm going to look up the history. But the fact that this is at least 70 years old and still moves, you know, is incredible. Whether you like it or not. Whether you, even after you've turned it off, it still goes. Dom, what have you got for us, Dom? I'll say if you score Andy Kaufman and start saying, here I come to save the day. <laughs> That's it. Um, yes. My new feature. Oh, yeah, 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 now. Well. You want to do it? Well, here's the thing. Let's do it tonight. But. Right. I quite like the idea of doing it on the Virgin Radio show. Sunday morning, show 10. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You stealing material from my callers? No, 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 no. He phoned up Virgin on Sunday and did this. He reads a, it's a game I've been wanting to do for years, and I think I did it once at Absolute. I'm not sure. And, and I never got around to do it. He read a bit from an autobiography of someone, mm-hmm. right, but without any clues. I guess straight away it was David Hasselhoff. Oh. It was mainly because yeah, he was... Hang on, hang on, hang on. It wasn't just that. It was the very next line was, yeah? I made my fame in Baywatch, yeah. or I made my fame in Night I feel gave it away, right, because let's, you know, David, God bless him, has had his troubles, and he was playing yeah. Jekyll and Hyde, and the whole thing was about him coming off stage and the stagehand telling him who he was going back on stage oh as. Um, but I, right. I did... OK, so let's do it tonight. Right. And then let's let's save it. By the way, how easy did you find it to get on to the Virgin show when you phoned up su- uh, Sunday morning? I'm not going to... I had to lie to her. I yeah. had to say I was going to... I made up some bo- um, yeah. rubbish about yeah. uh, Scale Electrics and yeah. Live Aid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, d- 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 yeah, Dredge... She screams. Dredge was interrogated. Yeah. He was interrogated. Yeah. He sent me a message saying, God, how far to get on? And uh, I, I need to... I've obviously not given the message, let anybody on that calls in. I think she may have turned one caller away. Um, but, <laughs> but... I'm saying nothing. Dom made it, and Dom... Well, they have standards at Virgin. Um, Dom, go on, give it to so you. You're going to read... What is it? Is it the pro- uh, the prologue? Is it from a... How far into the book are we? Right, well, that's what I've been trying to figure out, uh, the best way of doing it. I'm thinking it's got to be the first chapter, not the prologue. Yeah. If the names are mentioned, I'll miss them. Yes. And I'll read it until you say stop. Okie dokie. Because I'll say some are long. Some well, yeah, are but short. don't, yeah, don't, if you, if you, if you approach any part that looks like it's going to give it away, then let it, then yeah. skip it. Okay. Well, I'm thinking you flipped it on uh, Sunday, so I've got a slightly easy one for you. Okay. But I've got a stack of about 50 biographies to go through and there are random people, so. Okay. Right. Chapter one. Mum preferred the term masonette, but nobody else seems to use the word. Hang on a minute. Do you mean mason? Hang on. Do you mean masonette? That's exactly what I said. You, okay, I thought I had masonette. 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 You said masonette. He didn't pronounce his T's. No, I didn't I, my he doesn't know how to pronounce masonette. He thought it was French. Well, it is. <laughs> but he thought it was masonette. Like masonette legionnaire. All right, carry on. Right. The truth is, we, Mum, Dad, Sister, brother, and me live in a council flat. Right, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Stop the, stop the clock. It's an old 60s rocker. Mm-hmm. It's an old 60s rocker. I'm immediately going Mick Fleetwood, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off for a bit more. Continue, Evu. Wasn't he quite posh, Mick that, Fleetwood? Yeah. Uh, he said that Sunday as well. Yeah, I know. One day it will be. <laughs> OK. Uh, 11 Debnams Road. Oh, De- well, stop, 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 stop. I know this. Oh, I know this. I'm not Googling. You know it. Who lived at 11 Debenhams Road? I do Get know this. I know this. 11 Debenhams... Get off Twitter. Not I'm da- not, not on Twitter. Not, not on Twitter. It's not Danny Baker, is it? It's Danny Baker. Which book? 
Oh, no, oh, no, no, go seen away. A, seen a sieve. Doesn't... No, Dom, thank you, Catherine, well done. No, 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 Dom, you, you, you don't get to... You don't get to change the rules, buddy, like that. You can't change the rules and suddenly demand we have to name the book that it came from. For goodness sakes, man. Well done, Catherine. That's uh, one in the eye for him. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us... Kind of... It feels like tonight we're sort of easing ourselves into the week. Nothing too hard, nothing too far. Saying that, I'm only here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Someone um, tweeted me, who's filling you in for, in for you on Thursday and Friday? I went, I neither know nor care. I will be in the new forest. Well, only one of those statements is, well, one of those three statements, two of those three, three <laughs> statements is true. <laughs> but I don't care, because I won't be listening. I can't listen. But you I, do I, know. Yeah, well, I, can't, I can't be bothered to say. But I won't, I won't be listening. And you have the same thing. You, did you find listening on Saturday uncomfortable? I didn't listen properly on Saturday. I listened um, for an hour. You then listened I... to quite a bit. You phoned in at one point. No, I never. Yes, you did, mate. No, I never. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I listened to the first hour. But I do feel... Right, here's the thing. Yeah, go on. Go on. Here it comes. It frustrates me listening when I'm not there. What, because you're hearing all my mistakes? No. Because no. I'm so good without you. Yeah. Oh. And oh. it makes me feel a little bit jealous of whoever's replacing no, me. No, and I have the same thing. That's why I can't listen to the show when, I, when I'm not here, even if it's someone that I really like. Um, the poor lad, Des, who was producing on Sunday, uh, Saturday, he phoned me up the day before. What time should I get there? What prep do you need? Would you want me to source any guests? These people that produce you on a weekend... They're yeah. desperate to produce you, aren't they? <laughs> like properly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like doing all like hard work and, and he, he came, writing. We came in. in that. We came in, and um, I got in about quarter past eight for a nine o'clock show Saturday night, and it's because I didn't know what, how long it would take to get here uh, on a Saturday. And he came in. Right, what what do you need me to do? I said nothing. And this was actually on Periscope. I know. I saw it. You're a bit tight to him. No, I wasn't. Shut up! Every, everyone said that I wasn't tight. He just went. What do you need me to do? What What are you going to open the show talking about? I said nothing. And then silence. And everyone on Twitter, uh, Periscope, oh, that's a bit mean. No. No, that's the way he is. So, no, what do you want me to say? What, do you, what, what am I supposed to say? Well, I, I'd, I'd already explained to him on the phone what the show was going to be. He knew what the show was. What, are you going to start talking about? Nothing. Because I wasn't going right. to say, what do you mean? Right, this is the thing. You've, hey. been, you've been spoiled. What? Because you've had me as your producer for, what, three, four years? Um, more than that, five. It feels like a lot more. Right, anyway, so I have got used to your weirdness that's rude uh, and just the way you do stuff right so yeah. we don't ever sit down and map stuff out because we know that the no. way we work is we go with the flow right yeah new people are scared of the unknown they want to show that they're doing their job and they want to see the workings i wish you'd get your computer fixed what is that noise Right. How that... come you like the crackle on that, but you don't like this? Because that's new tech. This is old tech. Right. If anyone is um, an Apple genius out there, why is my computer suddenly doing this all the time? It's overheating and it's crap and it's going to blow up. No. Um, dear listener, it's a very, I'm not, uh, yeah, very gentle easing into uh, the week this week. We'll have a little look in the papers in a bit. There's loads to talk about. Um, can we be the first phone-in radio show over the last 24 hours not to mention doctor who apart from that can we be the first because everyone else will have touched on it and done it and uh, you know uh, 
Really? If, if you're not going to watch a TV programme just because there's a woman in the lead role, well, then you're a sad case and you should have your penis chopped off. Actually, it's quite harsh. I surprised myself with that outburst. Gosh. But let's let's try and be the first show not to um, bang on about that. But you can call in about anything you want. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. The Late Night Alternative with me and Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Why? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We'll have a look in, in the papers after uh, the news. You can, of course, call in about absolutely anything you want. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with Radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah, can we... uh, the Prime Minister is going to tell the government to stop tattle, t- telling tittle tattle, tittle tattling, and telling tales about each other to the press. The Prime Minister is it's that, me again. Take it, take it out. It's too honestly. It's too noisy. It's too noisy. It's turning off. No, go on. Take it out. Seriously, it's, it's too noisy. No, 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 just go, because it's too noisy. I need it, though. Well, then you have to work out there. It's too noisy. It's disturbing the show, Kath. You're disturbing No, it's not. I'm do- I am the show. It's disturbing it. Go on. No, 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 because it'll just come on again. It's too noisy. Oh, you're right. What did you fall over there? Myself. You, you tread on a cat. Myself. I should bring the cat in one day. That's what we'll do. I'll bring the cat in one day. Where are you going now? What? Old-fashioned. Uh, you, <laughs> oh, man. Alive. While you're um, faffing, I'm not faffing. You're, you're creating a scene. This is ruthless efficiency. Um, let's go to Malcolm. Good evening, Malcolm. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. It's a pleasure to speak to you again. It must be. Of course it is. Yes. Thank you for playing my kind of music tonight. <laughs> what, haunted music? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to work out... Yes. I'm guessing it's either De Bruyne Summers, Jack Hilton. What, the last bit of music I played? T for two. Um, hang on a second. Let me, um, uh, no, it was, um, it was, oh, I don't know. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It's from No No Nanette. Yeah. Is it? Oh. No No, from No No Nanette, the Medley Foxtrot, introduced, in, Introducing T for two, I want to be happy, you can dance with any girl at all. Introducing T for two, flipping heck, isn't it though? You've got classics there. Oh mate, this is, it's treasure. It's actual treasure. And also, history. you know, um, you you know, I've bought 78s in the past and dropped them and these things shatter like nobody's business. So for these to even exist now is just incredible. Yeah. It's, um, it's history. Um, my recollection, I mean, the thing that really made the hair on the back of my neck stand up was when I heard what I call the bacon and eggs crackle. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's a great sound. And in this, you know, I joke we're broadcasting on DAB, but in this world where every, even, you know, classic albums are, are being remastered to, to get rid of any mistakes and any unevenness and all that. I love it. I, that's, why, that's why I love it. The noise, the anticipation. Beautiful. I hope one of these is really badly scratched so it skips. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Do you know anything about these gramophones, though, Malcolm? Have I really got to change the needle every side? Not in my experience. Oh. Yeah, the, the needles will become blunt, which is why oh, you've got shit. a... Sorry. What happened? Is, I, I pricked myself on a needle. So that's obviously sharp enough, then. Yeah, but... I, and the other problem with, this, with the 78s, especially the shellac ones, is that they will literally wear out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're smoothed down. Yeah, of course. Um, um, is it right that I could, I, if I had a thorn, I could use that as the needle? Someone t- said to me the other, oh, you know you can use thorns instead of needles. We'll find out tomorrow. That's what we're going to do. That's tomorrow's experiment, Malcolm. I'm going to get some thorns. Experiment. It's 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 beautiful. It's stunning, and it sounds great. And I'm getting a machine as well this week, Malcolm. That's going to allow me, if yeah. it works, I paid quite a bit of money for it. If it works, that will allow me to record my own seventy eights as well on this. Can I tell you a quick? I remember Blackpool Pleasure Beach in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, was it pleasurable? <laughs> there was a. Cubicle, a little bit like a um, telephone k- kiosk. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Go on, yeah. Where you could actually put, I think, half a crown in. Yeah. And record your own disc, which you could then take back and um, give to grandmothers, in yeah. my case. I, I, I've got one. My mum and dad recorded one in 1970. I know it was 1970, because my sister is on it as a newborn baby. Mm. Treasures. Yeah. And when you think, since then, we've had all the old things of reel-to-reel tape recorders and yep. cassette recorders, yep. that these days, people, or you've got digital recorders or whatever these days, um, but you look back and you think... Like, it's the birth of the industry in the same way that yep. before the records that you've got, people mm-hmm. were relying on things like piano rolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even even up to the, the, the 1960s, to, to the early 1960s, um, uh, music publishers made more from selling sheet music yeah, yeah. for popular songs than they did for selling records. So yeah, throughout the Elvis and, and Frank Sinatra and the early Beatles, but music publishers made more from selling sheet music than they did from the number of records they sold. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. I have got a cupboard full of CDs these days yes. from the 1930s. Yeah. Um, purely because I was very, very lucky, a person, we all have people that we've met in our lives that have had a great influence. Yes. And my father in 1962 introduced me to somebody that he'd worked with during the war who became, up to a point, my second, he acted like a second father to me. Yeah. And his name was Ambrose. Uh And Ambrose was one of the top dance band leaders. Oh, really? He was the guy that um, 
half discovered Vera Lynn. He certainly discovered Anne Shelton. Wow. Um, and when I knew him, he was in the theatre management business and he was managing Cassie Kirby. There's a note. Can we bring back the name Ambrose, please? Because, uh, you know, that's what Slade were originally called, Ambrose Slade. Can we bring back Malcolm? This starts here. The ca- Thank you for that, Malcolm. I enjoyed that a lot. It, it starts here. The campaign to bring back the name Ambrose. Kath, go and get pregnant. Call it Ambrose. Not a chance. Call it Ambrose. So Theresa May is telling all the go- uh, the government, right, guys, stop grassing up Philip Hammond, please stop grassing him up for being a knob and thinking, saying, he, yes, he may have said that train drivers and nurses and police are paid way too much when you g- consider their pensions, but you shouldn't have told people about it. Philip Hammond, by the way, who uh, rents out his uh, property while we pay his, um, his 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 rent, his mortgage, wherever it is. But he rents out his property for £10,000 a month. Hi, Chihuahua. And he's saying those nurses are earning too much money? What the heck? The thing is about Theresa May. Yes. She's had it, hasn't she? Beg your they don't take her seriously at all. No. It's as if... You know when they had the leadership race and then yeah. everyone sort of bailed? yeah. yeah. Everyone realised it was a poison chalice Can except I, her. Is, there, there were two murky stories that came out this weekend. I read the papers on Sunday. Right? Front page one. Philip Hammond saying that nurses pay too much money when you consider their pensions. And then buried away in only one paper, about page nine, rumours that um, Boris Johnson has, has had another affair. Oh. And... I mean, I'm not interested in Boris Johnson's love life. I know, we know he puts it around. We know he has children willy-nilly. We know he's, he, 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 he not only lies to the country, he lies to his sexual partners. We know that. But um, I just thought it interesting that one got front page and one got a third of a page on page nine. And so th- there's obviously st- stuff going on. There's obviously stuff going on behind the scenes in the government where everybody is trying to stitch everybody else Oh, it's a weird, it's a, I mean, the whole government is shifty. Shift, a shifty bunch. I don't trust any of those guys at all. And Theresa May's powerless. She can't sack Philip Hammond. She can't, because if she sacks one person, then her delicately balanced position is completely to cock. To cock. I was listening, by the way, dear listener, um, Monday to Thursday this week, 10 o'clock in the morning, George Galloway is on. And um, I, I don't normally listen to this station at this, this time of the day because I don't like, I don't like it. Um, uh, and, and people say, oh, you're, you're such a coward calling her out on Twitter. I've said it to her face. You know, I, 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 uh, um, but uh, he, he, was, he was dismantling Boris Johnson in, in such wonderful language. It was such a good listen. Listen to George Galloway tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock if you can. John is on the line. Good evening, John. Uh, good evening, Ian. It's a pleasure to speak to you, my friend. Thank you very much, John. What you got for us? I have a classic uh, rock tell-all uh, book. Oh, yeah. One of the best tell-all rock biographies ever. Oh, yeah. Is it, it's not um, the book written by Lindsay Buckingham's girlfriend during the making of Rumours, is it? No, I, but I, I must read that. That's a, a belter. Uh, there are no holds barred it's in that. Caroline Harris, mm. and it's called Storms. Storms. It's My life with Lindsay Buckingham mate, and Fleetwood Mac. If you want to read a dirty book, right. that is a dirty book. I might read that again. It's been a few years, actually. I might have to read it again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on, John. Okay, so they're on an aeroplane. Yeah. Okay, there are swears in this, but I will blank them out. Okay, and we okay. guess we're guessing who it is. 
You get yeah. Oh, don't, okay. You don't need to guess what the book is, but no. just guess who the band is. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I was sharing a snort of coke with Blank mm. when the security man approached us, grabbed Blank's dress at the collar, and jerked his hand downward. <laughs> the dress tore down the front, and within seconds she was standing in her brown panties, Ooh. screaming and trying to cover herself with her arms. Blank burst into laughter. Blank roared with such delight that his voice echoed off the cabin walls. I didn't see anything funny about it. David Bowie. You, yep. You blank assholes, I snapped. Oh. I leaned back, raised my left leg, and aimed a karate kick at one of the aeroplane windows. What? Smashing it, and turn the page, smashing it with my left foot and crum crumbling two of its three panes. As the window disintegrated, a platter of coke went soaring into the air, creating a snowstorm throughout the plane. No. Blank, who probably hated flying more than any of us, just about fainted. Blank dropped to the floor, huh? figuring that the broken window would cause changes in air pressure, oh. and in seconds the plane would tumble out of control. Quote, I'll teach you not to blank with me, I screamed, pointing at I'm getting confused. We should have had a different blank. word for swears and a different <laughs> word for names, because <laughs> it's all... It, um, but, okay, I, I, carry on, okay. yes. Okay. Quote, I'll teach you not to um, mess with me, yeah. screamed, pointing a finger at blank. I assumed, apparently by mistake, that blank yes. was responsible for disrobing blank. Blank. Uh. <laughs> Does this have something to do with your black magic mess? Oh. Is that what you're into now? Tormenting women? Is it Led, is, is it Led Zeppelin? Because they oh. were into their black magic. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. So oh, the, dear. The is, is Richard Cole, who was the tour manager... Uh, it's Stairway to Zeppelin. Well, Stairway to Heaven. T a terrible, terrible band and a terrible lifestyle. Oh, God, a terrible band. Oh, what? awful band. I bet you hate the Doors too, do you? Thanks yes, he much. does. Thanks very much for calling, John. <laughs> of course I do. That, that f fat, sweaty, sixth form poet in leather trousers that he never changed over three years, getting women to fillet him while he was high off his face on stage. No, 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 no. Mr. Mojo Rising. Oh, yeah, my name's an anagram of Mr. Mojo Rising. So what? That, that doesn't even mean anything. Neither do your songs. The only good songs you've done are the two pop songs that everybody hates touch me and light my fire the rest of it jog on and when i say light my fire i mean the seven inch single version not the version on the album with that boring blues jam in the middle i quite liked um she lives on love street oh for goodness come sakes. on late night ian lee unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio we have ways of making you talk oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That thing is banned from this studio. That computer, don't bring it back. That computer is banned from this studio. Take that case off, Alan. Tell her. Mm, computer's banned. Cab. Listen to Ian. Yeah. I don't respect your authority, Cads. I well, he's got authority. I think I broke my thumb over the weekend. Oh dear. I really, I, I click my thumbs, and I, I can't click my right thumb anymore, and it really, really hurts. Oh. Could it be early arthritis? Could be early arthritis. Could be, he's right. 
What you got for us, Cads? Oh, I want to talk about a momentous decision that was made last night. You going to become gay? No, but new female Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Well, we 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 are going to jump on the bandwagon, and every every radio phone in radio show in the last twenty four hours has done this. Yeah. I couldn't care less that it's a woman. First time ever in history. I know, I know. But, I mean, if you say first time ever in history, the show's only been going for 55 years. And we've never it's... had a woman as a doctor. No, exactly. But then, you, 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 again, when you say the first time ever in history, you make it sound like there are loads of programmes where they could have had a female Doctor Who. I mean, we nearly had River Song as Doctor Who. Are you going to stop watching it? Well, I'm going to watch it because we'll see what the regeneration's like. Yeah. And um, I usually make up my mind after seeing the regeneration. Uh, I've, I've, I don't get why people are so upset by it. I think it's, you know, it's... It, Diversity. It's, uh, hang on, are they in it as well? No. The, 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 the little lad with the afro, is he, is he going to be the doctor? I hear we're going to be the new companion. If, why, if, right, if Doctor Who is a lady, why can't Doctor Who be a baby? Why can't it be a baby? A time lord baby. Uh, why can't Doctor Who regenerate into a baby and then the ba- like in the f- film Baby Commandos and uh, the baby goes and does everything? Why couldn't it be a dog? Yeah, why couldn't it be dog a dog? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Why if 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 the if it's now um, a lady, why couldn't it be um, a lesbian in a wheelchair? Mm, so many possibilities. So many. This does open the door, of course, for Black Bond. Idris Elba. He's too old. I saw a picture of Idris Elba at the, uh, the weekend, topless, right? And I thought, yeah. old oh, man. Old oh, man! He looks very old. Well, I've heard a rumour that Daniel Craig has just been signed up to do the 80s Bond film. Uh, well, here we go. We should let Daniel Craig be Doctor Who, and the um, uh, new Doctor Who can be uh, James Bond. How about that? He's just over. Thank- um, yeah. Uh, honestly, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less about um, it, it being a female Doctor. I think it, 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 it might provide a, a, a breath of life to a franchise that, that's on its last legs. I don't know. But, um... Also, and I did look, I spent ten minutes looking, I found very little of the criticism on Twitter that everyone was talking mm. about. And I, I followed the hashtags, I, um, fo- I was looking at Colin Baker, one of the doctors who was tweeting about it. He's bang up for it, isn't he? Yeah. And I, I couldn't find any, and I'm sure in the papers they'll, be, they'll have found the tweets, I couldn't find any... And I did spend ten minutes looking. I didn't spend ages, but I spent ten minutes following all the hashtags and the news feeds, and I couldn't find any tweets that were oh, bloody woman. I'm not watching it. What what what's she gonna? Uh, what 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 are they gonna do when she's on a period? I couldn't find any of that. Actually, that was a, a text that um that, that someone sent me. I won't say his name. Um, but I, I couldn't find any of it. I I don't think most people care. No. Really, I, I, I don't. You know, good, good for, good for her. I don't know the uh, uh, the um, the woman in question. I don't really watch TV. She was in Broadchurch, was it? Apparently. Um, um, good for her. What a great opportunity for her it will be. I'd love to be Doctor Who. Oh, I'd love it. Oh, oh, I'd love it. Or even just an assistant. Oh, I'd love it. Ooh, that'd be great. Be great. I don't think I've ever seen like a full one of the new ones ever. I'm just not bothered. I love Tenant. 
I kind of dropped out after Matthew Smith. And I started with um, Capaldi, but uh, the first couple I thought were a bit dry. But my youngest likes Doctor Who, so we'll, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Um, but, um... You know. I watched the new Game of Thrones this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Never seen it, never No will. boobs in it so far, though, so that means the next episode's going to have boobs and fighting. Here's the thing, and Game of Thrones is in the mirror today. Here's the thing, guys. Um, it will let you down at some point. Might not be this series. Might not be next series. I think this is the last season, isn't it? Well, in that case, the ending is going to be rubbish. Well. If it is the last... Um, we say series in this country. <laughs> then the ending <laughs> is going to be rubbish. Listen, trust me. I lived through Lost. I lived through Fringe. I lived through Battlestar Galactica. It is going to let you down. You are wasting your time watching that show. They don't care about you. The actors and the actresses and the producers, they don't care about you. They're all off getting millions of dollars, hookers, cocaine, karate kicking in aeroplane windows. They don't care. You know, um, I told you about Top of the Lake, didn't I, saying it was perfect because it was like one series and it, w- yeah. it had an ending yeah. that shocked and stunned oh, and yeah. you didn't see coming. Yeah. You didn't see coming at all. Yeah. They've done a second series. Of course they have, mate. And they're showing Top of the Lake at the moment, yeah. sort of, so, so you can catch up with it, yeah, so you can yeah. see the next one. But I think it will be brilliant. I actually think it will be brilliant because the first one was so well done. Nah. Oh, it's Elizabeth Moss. She picks them well. We got excited in our house. There's a little four-minute behind-the-scenes footage of the new Star Wars movie that's dropped. I believe they say it's dropped. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's quick, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it comes out in December. Um, it, 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 it didn't half look good. I'm, I, I'm not a massive Star Wars fan, but watching it through the eyes of my seven- and five-year-old, it is, uh, it is a joy. Oh, I like Star Wars. It is a joy. Um, they're always amused when... Um, this posh old camp man comes on. I go, yeah, that's C-3PO. They love that. Uh, really? Yeah, C-3PO. Um, here we go. It's Style Wars. As fans get a looky at Wookiee Chewbacca having his hair done for The Last Jedi. An official behind-the-scenes video also gives a poignant glimpse of Princess Leia star Carrie Fisher, yeah. 60, who died last December. In addition to Chewie Wright, there is a peek at new creatures appearing in the movie out in December. I tried to watch um, Batman vs Superman at the weekend, and I'd heard I'd heard that it was a stinker. It was a famous. It was a brilliant um, uh, press junket where it's um, the bloke who plays Superman sat next to the bloke who plays Batman, who's that actor. And um, the bloke who plays Superman is really into it. And the bloke who plays Ben Affleck... Yeah. The bloke who plays Ben Affleck knows he's on. He's in a turkey. And you can see him looking off into the middle distance. Yeah, haven't you seen all the different um, sort of cuts of that where they're playing saf- sof- soft, sad music <laughs> no. as he looks off? I tried to watch it and I thought, it can't be... I like superheroes. It can't be as bad. And I was, my appetite had been whetted by um, the Spider-Man film, which we enjoyed. And there were loads of trailers, including for the new Justice League movie, which has got Flash in, which is my boy's favourite, and Batman and Superman and all what that. What does the Flash do? It just goes really fast. And my boy constantly is saying, Daddy, and he stood by the settee, if Flash was on the other side of the world, could he get to the settee before I sit down on it now? And I go, yeah, of course. But I'm right next to it. Yeah, but that's how fast he is. He could. Um, but I, I gave up. and I never give up on movies. Very rarely. I gave it an hour. It was three hours long. 
and I gave up after an hour. I didn't have a clue what was going on. I did not understand what was going What was Jesse Eisenberg doing? It was a, really overacting as a young Lex Luthor with long hair. Well, look, it's Clark Kent. Oh, and Bruce Wayne. Have you guys met? You've got to meet each other. It's great. Uh, so you're flipping it. And I like Jesse Eisenberg, but I thought, what the... I did not have a clue what was going on. It was absolute wink. Honestly, it was <laughs> terrible. Is the whole um, attraction of it. Oh, look, we've got them both in the same film. But, uh, well, yeah, it is. But I remember, I mean, I used to read these comics when I was a kid, and I, you did know. Did they I, fight in the comics? Yeah, they did. Yeah, did they? yeah, they did. I, I am, they're both goodies. Yeah, they are, but they, they just, he just, Batman distrusts him because he's an alien, and uh, 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 all of this. Is it racist? Yeah, it's quite racist. But I remember, um, I remember them having a massive fight, and I remember one, one comic, Superman taking Batman, who'd got beaten up by someone else, he took him to the, um, Fortress of Solitude. Mm. Um, but I like my superheroes. I bought that Captain America. America, um, but when we were in the States, I've still not read that actually, but I, I, I'll have a, and I like all of that, but this was so flipping, it was boring, I didn't know what's going on. Luckily I was watching it on a pirate website. I'm joking! I bought a DVD! Can't get your money back. Hey, I tell you what, I had a lovely little argument with someone on, um, Amazon. They'd sold oh. me. Someone recommended an album by a guy called Dan Eichelbergs. No, I don't know. Daniel Buckstein. No. Uh, Dan Ecton is a young man, and loads of people said, oh, you're like this guy. He sounds a bit like the monkeys. Dan Eckhart. Daniel Eckspeed. Do you know what? It doesn't matter. So I bought, I thought, oh, do you know what? I'll take a punt. I'll buy the CD. So I bought the CD. Fiverr. Uh, waited for it, and it, uh, as a, it has been dispatched. This will you'll get this by July the twelfth. Yeah, by the July twelfth, it hadn't come. Gave it a few more. Emailed the fellow. Said, "Hello, mate. Sorry, I've not got the CD." He said, "Oh, sorry. You should have had an email." I said, "No." He said, "Okay, I'll send you another email." And he sent me a download code. I went, whoa, whoa, no, whoa. "No, no, 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 no." I was talking to the producer. I said, no, I ordered the CD. I don't buy download codes. He said, no, no, no. The ad clearly states download code. I went, no, 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 no. And it didn't. It, it, it did, but it said it right at the bottom. And also, if you were doing it on a mobile phone as I was, it didn't say it. Um, I went, nah, mate, sorry. I want my money back. And he said, no, I'm not going to give you the money back. I went, right. Now, the thing with Amazon, they are great customer service. So I got, I got them to phone me. And I said, um... You told Dad. Yeah, I told Dad. Got the money back, right? Left the guy a crappy review. And then a week later, I thought, oh, I wonder if that download code works. It did. Got the album for free. <gasps> Boom. In your face. In your face. Well, don't, he shouldn't have... I'll see if he's responded to my review in a minute. Um, Paul, say there, come to you in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Dan Arb... Dan Arbuck. I've written... <laughs> this is the review I wrote. One star. Very misleading advert. The whole tone implies you're getting a physical CD. The item was described as used. Tracking instructions and a delivery date were given. When that date passed, I contacted the seller to ask where my CD was. He explained, there was no CD. It was a digital download only, and I could have no refund. I ended my review with this. Fishy. Very fishy. (laughs) 
<laughs> he replied, please uh, read what you are buying before doing so. Common sense is always useful. <gasps> um, Ooh, yeah, I've got a CD and the money back. Uh, uh, good evening, Paul. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Do you, do you know Dan Auerbach? Um, I got some cream for it once. I got rid of it in about a week. Sorry? No, I, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, away you go. Um, you made a point earlier on about live recorded stuff, etc., for posterity, all that type of thing. Yes. You mentioned the legend. Are you, what, why, are you an old recording? Because there's a very strange hum coming from I you. I don't think it's the best phone in the world, Ian, to be honest with you. You think it's the... the phone recently and it's not great. You do not sound like Barry Weston. Yeah, you do. Didn't they? Sounds yeah. like Barry Weston. Barry Weston? Barry Weston, yeah, you sound like Barry Weston. Okay. Sorry. That's okay, Paul, don't worry about it. It's not, it's, it's, you know. Should I be worried about that? Um, yeah, I, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Anyway, go on. Um, you mentioned the Led Zeppelin concert at the O2. Concert oh. at the O2. Yes. Yeah. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Whoa. People with their facts. People, let me just say, Catherine, people phoning up with their facts, right? Let's hear Paul's fact about this. Go on, Paul, go on, do it. <laughs> and they mentioned the fact that it was a one-off. And it was yeah, go on, get, just like do, do some, t- some toying with me. Get the dagger out and shove it in my stomach. Are you going to puncture his pomposity? I'm not. I'll die if you like without making the point. Go on, then. Go on. Just say it. They released it as an album. Say it. And a Blu-ray DVD. Oh! It doesn't matter, because... I just thought, you know, put them out of actual... Fact, as it were. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for that fact. But the point. My point still uh, remains true. It may, it may not have happened in, way, in that instance. In well, no, no, it does. Not in. Well, that, specifically that, not. That no. specific example doesn't hold. Well, it does hold true because the caller didn't know any different. But every, everybody on Twitter was shouting, "Thou, thou, thou!" Well, they're, they're all losers, Paul, because that band sucks. Oh. Well, that's a different matter altogether, isn't it? It is a different matter altogether, really. Paul. Is that, was that it? You just wanted to uh, humiliate well, me? you know, I think, yeah. Um, <laughs> truth helps sometimes. Thank you, mate. Cheers, Paul. Okay, mate. Bye. Ta-ta. So this is Dan Auerbach. Who everyone said, I've not heard it yet. He sounds like the monkeys. Last night, you seem to deal with it all right. Well, hang on a second a minute. Let's try this one. Hang on. Oh, flipping it. People wanted me to spend money on this. Um, let's try this one. Strong bass guitar. I like the bass. I've been thinking. Why do people Didn't think... Didn't you like that? No. One, two, here we go. I like this, this is like the Archies. Sugar. There's nothing you can say that I haven't heard. Cause walking still speaks louder than words. No. Why do people think I would like this? Let's try um, this one. This is awful. Let's try. Um, let's try. Let's try this one. There we go. Let's see what this one sounds like. Oh, this one I quite like. No, 
know. I don't like anything that he's doing there. Is that bouncing? Is that why it's going... Uh, yeah, it's uh, a little bit bouncy. I think it might... Um, we, we have a little... The needle might need... Um... Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Here's something I don't understand. This was in the news earlier. Primark has recalled thousands of men's flip-flops because they contain unsafe quantities of dangerous chemicals. Cancer alert over Primark flip-flops. How have we got to a world... Where people are putting cancerous chemicals into shoes. Poisoned shoes, you say? How? How is... What, wh- where's the thinking? You know those flip-flops? You know what they need? What's that? They need cancer in them. What? Yeah, I was thinking we could make this range of flip-flops. They've got cancer in them. So when you wear them, you get can- foot cancer. Um, so what, what? The alert. Take it out. Take it out. The alert involves three versions from the Cedarwood State Range in khaki, black and blue. The footwear was contaminated with chrysine, which can cause cancer. What the heck? Primark has suspended orders with a factory pending an investigation. The high street chain is offering full refunds to customers at at least i'd want my money back and a cancer foot screening a spokesman said at the levels found in the flip flop i mean also here's the, here's a thing i discovered on my last summer holiday which wasn't last year guys it was the year before um, and these are incredible. Have you seen these? Sea shoes. Sea shoes. Shoes you wear in the sea. Because the, the worst thing about going in the sea is the, the stones and all of that crap you've got to walk on. It really hurts, man. Really hurts. And uh, so if you've got sea shoes on and they kind of tie up around your feet. Oh, they're beautiful. Beautiful. A spokesman said, at the levels we found in the flip-flop, we believe the health and safety risk to customers is minimal. How the hell is that even a thing? Cancerous flip-flops, guys. And whoever told me to buy the Dan Auerbach album, screw you, man. Uh, Yes, admittedly, I've got a, a digital download for free, but it sounds like an absolute stinker. Why would anyone think I'd, I would like something like this? Last night. Last night. This thing's about last night. Oh, there's a brilliant thing, and I heard this on um, Radio 4. The government is... 0344-499-1000, by the way. The government is going to make it um, harder for children to access porn sites which is great that's a great thing yeah we don't want kids necessarily accessing porn 
but it, it won't work. They had um, the head of um, the Minister for the Internet. I think it's called the Minister for Information or something on, on, on Radio 4. And um, it, 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 they don't know how they're going to do it. But by next April, they're going to make it so that um, all porn sites um have a proper age verification because i don't know if you know this uh, but at the moment the age verification says verify you're over 18 years old yes i think i yes i think i am mister i'm over 18 porn website visitors will have to prove they are over 18 to access adult content from next year the government has announced and there's d- several different ways that this can be done. Now, the, f- the the way that they talk about in this story and the way they are pushing it at the moment is Digital Minister Matt Hancock. He's got cock in his name. Um, is credit card verification. That's that's kind of where they're going at the moment. Credit card verification, right? Because so, you can only get a credit card if you're 18. Hang on a second. You can have sex at 16. Um, and also, won't kids just be borrowing their parents' credit cards and typing in the numbers. And also, 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 that means that if I, as a 44-year-old lonely man, want to access pornography, which is my right, if I'm if I'm looking at, you know, I mean, fairly fringy stuff, you know, I have eclectic tastes, but it, it, it's certainly... It's certainly on the right side of legal. Way, way, way legal. Completely, completely legal. But unusual, right? And supposing I want to look at that, I've got to give them my... I haven't even got a credit card. I've got a a switch. But I've got to give them my credit card details so that somewhere, some amorphous agency is collecting... Oh, Ian Lee, he likes... um, um, videos of, of, um, women eating jelly from a lady's, you know, a lady's, you know, fruit bowl. Um, just talking about, um, porn. Hmm. And about the government's plan to make it, uh, ha- uh, I- impossible for kids to look at it. It don't work. It, it, it's flawed beyond compare. The minister. What, so what's the, what's the security that they're going to put on it other than asking people what their age is? Credit card. Right, okay. So a lot of kids these days have these sort of charge cards that uh, their parents uh, uh, give them. Credit cards. Credit cards. Oh. You can't... It, but I haven't got a credit card, so what am I going to do? But the thing is... The old bank. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do. The, the old school. Old school. The bank. We were talking about living in the moment and saving your memories, weren't we? Um, so be, the, 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 the suggestion they're going with at the moment is it'll be credit cards, right? What happen? Well, no, it can't happen. Because, also because... Uh, duh. Um, I, you know, I can hack into Netflix so it makes it think I'm in America. I don't anymore because they, they got what kind of got wise to that and they, uh, anyway. But it, it's easy to do. You get a VPN and you can pretend you're anywhere in the world. Kids are not to do that. Kids are not to. And also, as, as, as Eddie Mayer said to, um, the, uh, digital minister, Matt Hancock, um, uh, what about Twitter? There's porn on Twitter. They said, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to regulate that. Right, OK, so you're not regulating the internet. Unbelievable! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio! Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Let's get to the nub of this. 
Um, porn website visitors will have to prove they are over 18 to access adult content from next year, the government has announced. Users will have to provide credit card details to get on a site in the attempt to protect children from porn content. I mean, I admire the notion behind it, but that ain't gonna work. It's it's brilliant that, 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 um, you know, a Tory MP or any MP, some, you know, middle-aged bloke is, is, thinks they know how to police the internet. They haven't got a clue. There's ways around everything, dude. Well, they just start sending pictures of each other, won't they? Well. More than they already do. Well. Websites flouting the new rules set to be part of the Digital Economy Act, which already sounds really dated, could find a regulator has told their... Could find a regulator has told their internet service providers to block access to them! The aim is for all online porn... To have age verification by April 2018. Let me tell you this now, guys. That ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. The Department for Digital, Culture, Media and Sport... Huh? Digital? So that's computers. Culture? That's plays. Media? That's television. And sport? That's an unhappy bedfellow. That's a strange group of of things to have together that's a weird marriage isn't it the department for digital culture media and sport flipping heck it's like right we've got all of the the departments hey uh, hang on a second i've just found um plays computers um telly and, and a football over it oh bugger just put them all together they should just call it the department of hobbies hobbies adult science are expected to use the same software currently employed by gambling sites, which use credit card details. But the thing is... Yeah, but you're betting money. So you do need to put your credit card details Eddie in Eddie Mayer come up with a brilliant point. She's talking to this minister, and the minister said, um, well, of course, sex education is compulsory in all schools. And, and Eddie Mayer, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it? Yeah. Sex education is compulsory in all schools. Yes, all schools that follow the national curriculum. So, ah. it's not compulsory in faith schools. Well, no, but it's compulsory in... He said, right, OK, and young people can have sex at 16. So, if they're not having sex education and they don't have access to pornography, which, of course, gives a distorted view of sex, but it, it at least lets you know what, what hole you're supposed to... Do you know what I mean? Well... I put it... Well, I know, but it... It, you, you it know, gives you a rough idea, If yes. you've not had sex education... You know, what you're supposed to rub it up against a lady's thigh. Literally, yeah. that's what some people might think. Um, and he said, so so if it's 16, 17-year-olds who have been in the faith school uh, uh, the process, but they can't have access to porn, well, who's going to educate them? Well, that's their parents' responsibility. But their parents, the fact they've put them in the faith school, they there's probably quite a strong chance that they're Muslim or Jewish or Christian, and they won't want them to know. And 16-year-olds, here's a thing for you guys, 14-year-olds have sex with each other. Of course they do. Try and remember what you felt like at 13 and 14. I don't know what it was like being a girl growing up, of course, but being a boy growing up, suddenly at 13, I was I was, I was horny. All, between well, the age of 13 and, and 21, I was horny all the time. Let me tell you, the girls feel exactly the same, and we've got this confusing thing yep. whereby we're taught that we, sh- we should be... Be, um, romancing and all that stuff so girls can be you know they've got all these hormones surging and also they convince themselves that this lad is madly in love with them it's yep. a really really dangerous 
dangerous time for them. It's a really sensitive time for them and they need some guidance. Online porn has been blamed for damaging development and decision-making has been seen by 65% of 15 to 16-year-olds. I, I, I totally admire what they're trying to do. This ain't the solution, yeah. guys. You sound like granddad coming in and um, saying, right, make sure you turn your phones off. I want all the screens off. Uh, nearly half of all 11 to 16 year olds have seen it, the NSPCC says. It also say, uh, so, study also found that. To, but, <coughs> but they're not going to block it on Twitter. I can find porn on Twitter. It's there. It's there. It's easy. Look for it. I had some fella. You don't even need to look for it. I had some fella today tweeting me something, asked me a question um, about podcasts or something. And I replied. And he went, nice one, thanks. And sometimes I look at people's. Yeah thing to see what see who they are what they are what just just you know find out a little bit about the people that listen to me and his bio was i love stockinged feet i love uh bare feet and, and bums and suspenders and it was and then does it say doting dad something <laughs> sometimes it, they it do it was a, it was a it was a, like a fetish yeah feed on twitter and he asked me a question about podcasts and I answered it. Like he's, got, he's got varied hobbies. Dirty bugger. Um, Will Gardner, chief executive of internet safety charity Childnet, said protecting children from exposure to adult content is incredibly important uh, given the effect it can have. Steps like this to help restrict access alongside free parental controls and education are the key. It's essential to help parents and carers as well as young people be more aware of this risk and what they can do to prevent exposure. Digital Minister Matt Hancock, whose name would probably, you know, get bounced back on some email servers, is set to formally kickstart the process with a written statement to the House of Commons. He said, All this means that while we can enjoy the freedom of the web, the UK will have the most robust internet child protection measures of any country. And also, supposing I want to look at pornography, right? People look at pornography and people look at it for all manner of reasons and, and um, you know, and most of it is legal and it can bring a lot of pleasure to a lot of people. Um, that means that somewhere, somewhere, someone knows what I'm looking at and how often I'm looking at and what floats my boat and what, you know, gets me excited. I'm using me as an example. You could be, you could be anybody, right? Um, well, that leaves people open to blackmail. And that leaves people, that le- you know, we have all of these um, examples of, I mean, on Radio 4, they cited the Ashley Madison thing, but I mean, that was kind of for, for affairs. But even Talk Talk and, and Sony and Yahoo get hacked, and all of that data is then sold on or put freely on the web. I don't want people knowing what. And again, I'm using me as an example. I don't particularly use a lot of pornography these days, but I don't want people knowing what I get up to. I certainly wouldn't want to get an email from someone saying, ah, I know what you were looking at last night. Mm. Now, I will tell your bosses and I will tell your wife unless you give me 5,000. I don't want that. And by register- by giving your name and your credit card detail, you're, you're setting people up to be blackmailed. And I just think it's the wrong... I don't know what the solution is, Catherine. I'm not um, uh, an expert on these, on these matters. Um, I think it is you turn the Wi-Fi off in the house after 7.30 at night. That's what I think it is, guys. But then what do you do when they're at school? I don't know. Um, but so that's that sort of thing.
I think we've solved the problem of uh, it's computers in bedrooms. Uh, but the thing is, well, no, it's not though, is it? Because it's, it's phones. phones. It's phones. Everyone's everyone's got a phone, and and um, my, my eight-year-old is begging for a phone. Oh God, no! Well, you know, because the school the school encouraged it for them walking to That's school on their insane. own. That's insane. I've said no. I've said, listen, you walk along the same route as I walk with your sister. Yep. I will see you on the way, and if you are not home when you're no. supposed to be, I will come looking for you because it's the same route every day. Just be where you're supposed to be. Yeah, that is. No, 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 no. No, because it's, you know, the thin end of the wedge is uh, what my friend's kids do, which is they send a text message, I'm going around such and suches, and their parents do not try and get back to them and say, no, you're coming straight home, and they turn the phone off. No, 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 no. No. Be where you're supposed to be. And at eight, they're too little. And I know they've not all got smartphones, but I just don't see the point. I don't want them sending messages to each other and all that gubbins yet. I want them sending messages, but I want them sending them via uh, aeroplanes and notes uh, at the back of the classroom. That's what I want them doing. Your boys were sending some brilliant messages, weren't they? Oh, they were writing notes to each other. My my eldest had locked himself in his bedroom. Locked himself. He shut the door and was sat against the door. And the other one, and he was passing notes under saying, um, go away, you are really starting to wind me up. And I will not, I will never give you any of my stamps. It was over stamps i will never what? and then my Sticky youngest stamps. yeah yeah my youngest then wrote a, a, a note saying i'm sorry i'm annoying you and uh, my eldest wrote one back saying thank you for your note but remember this i will never give you any of my stamps absolutely Legal. definite boundary there. unbelievable oh three the problem i've got with a new doctor who is her age why? How too, old is she? Too young. Well, she, she's significantly younger than me. <laughs> yeah, but the, the men have been lately, haven't Apart from Capaldi. Well, exactly. Capaldi was a return to form. But Capaldi was the same age, or maybe only... No, was, a, I think, a year older than William Hartnell. But they're only shells, aren't they? Sorry? You know, the the physical appearance of the Doctor, it's only a shell, isn't it? He just regenerates. Mm. The spirit of the Doctor regenerates. So it doesn't really matter what no, they it, look no, like. No, I think you've misunderstood the whole regeneration process. Or, or I'm not interested. No, it's not shells. That, that, is, that is the Doctor. Mm. The, 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 but the, the spirit, the, he's an old soul, isn't he? Well, well, yeah, he's like 900 years old. Yeah. But he doesn't, it, it's not like, he's not exactly the same. Like, like, like Peter Capaldi isn't Peter Davison. Oh, really? No. I mean, kind of. Can we get... We need. Is a, it canon? Uh, oh, it's canon. It's definitely canon, yeah. Oh, sorry, you're taking the piss out of me. So, I'm sorry, Kath. I, I thought it was a genuine question. Not just you. Of course it's canon. The only non-canon um, Doctor Who story is um, the movies with Peter Cushing. They're non-canon. Tense in the studio just because your computer's broken and mine's working perfectly. It's not broken. I've just uh, cleansed it. I'm just doing a little t- check out there now. Dear listener, we have another hour of this show to go if you wish to uh, take part. Oh, I meant to tell you as well, but we're doing shows shows all over the country. Uh, we still haven't found... Oh, this is what I was going to do the whole show about. Go on. It was too late now because no, everyone switches off by about half ten. Uh, they realise the show's a load of our rubbish. Uh, 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 on... Mm, Friday the 28th of July we're going to be in uh, Manchester doing the show from Manchester the radio show from mm. Manchester because we're doing the rabbit hole on the Saturday um, then we have to drive back Saturday evening because I'm doing Virgin Radio yeah, on the well Sunday. done, Sunday thank you very well much done. and congratulations congratulations to me very funny show on Sunday I was talking over the news um, Don't te- please don't tell don't the tell new boss that because he'll go mental um, we don't say mental he'll go spare uh, we don't say spare we say um, loopy um, what other thing? So we haven't got anywhere in Manchester on the twenty eighth, in or nearby, to do this 
radio show for them. We'll drive up sort of, you know, Friday afternoon. And, we'll, we'll go, and we can do it from a listener's house. And I'm sure we, we, we've had a few um, people saying, well, why don't you come to my house and do it? And, and that's great. Thank you very much indeed. But it would be really nice to do the show um, somewhere a little bit different, a little bit more noticeable than someone's house, maybe a bar or a market. I know it's going to be late at night or a cafe or um, just somewhere where we might get a little bit publicity. <laughs> Basically, you know, because the station aren't publicising us. We have to publicise us. So, um, oh three, and, and time is running out. It's, it, it, it's next week, Friday next week. So, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Or you can email me, Ian, I-A-I-N, at ianlee.com. We really need somewhere um uh rather snazzy that we can do this radio show from in or near manchester well you know we'll have a little bit of leeway there on friday the 28th please do get in touch dear listener and tell us where Talk radio. we have another hour guys oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand we've talked porn we've talked ghosts we've talked old records uh we're talking manchester and anything else you fancy pick up the phone give us a call you're listening to the late night alternative with me ian lee on talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my own So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style
quiet on the phones tonight. Yeah. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. You can uh, listen to us, of course, on DAB. You can listen to us on the Talk Radio app. You can watch us this evening, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, if you want to. I'm just wondering where... Oh, here we go. I know the story. John Tarot, didn't it? Mm. Master Chef's John Tarot says he suffers from a painful condition called chef's ass. What? Now... That's not true. No, it's true. It's the story here. Is that because they stand up a lot? He said... Now, I wouldn't... I think this is selfish of chefs to try and claim this. 0344 499 uh, if you want to give us a call. Because um, I get this quite a lot. He says it is caused by working in hot kitchens and added... It, hap- it happens when you get really hot. It's a very soft Kiwi accent, isn't it? Yeah, but you're doing like South Africa. No, though. it happens when you get really hot in no. the sweat. It, it's not uh, the first one was quite close. It ha- it hap- It's quite. I'm John Turoad. It yep. happens when you get. It happens when you get really hot and the sweat drips down your back. Oh, and the only place it can go to is the crack in your bum. Oh, you know what that's called? Yeah, it's- swas. Oh, God. And then the sweat dries and becomes salty and it chafes together and you get chef's ass. Sweet. Bloody hell, John. John 51 revealed... There John 51? Y- there used to be all sorts of remedies, like rub corn flour on it. Now, you want some Johnson's baby lotion. That's the only thing. Johnson's baby lotion. That'll sort it out. Trust me, John. I might, I might tweet him and let him know. Ray! Good evening. Good evening, Ray. What was that? The record player just moved, guys. <laughs> it just moved. That was freaky. Go on, Ray. Would you like to play Guess the TV theme tune? Um, sure. How do we... What oh, do we have to do? Hang on. Just, just listen. Hopefully it works. Hang on. No. No. I hang on. Stand by. Finish at one. Hello. Hello. Hang on a second. It's going to annoy my neighbours. Right, stand by. That was me dropping the phone. Okie dokie. Where's where's this? Jesus Christ. Not really, no. But we both had ah. to um, remove. Well, Catherine removed her headphones, and I turned mine down because it was deafening. <laughs> no idea what it is. Well, I can't hear it, mate. Oh, for God's sake! All, I, all I'm getting is. <laughs> What is wrong with my phone? Well, I don't think it's my phone. I think it's yours. Right, one, one last try and then I'm going to give up. Okay. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, Ray. Flipping it. <laughs> was he playing it on this? Wow, oh, was terrible. Um, there's a strange story in the sun. It's in a few of the papers. I don't get it. 
gang of Lego thieves. What? Thieves made of Lego? Come on now. You're better than that. Mm? A gang of Lego thieves stole more than £1,000 worth of the toy bricks during a five-day spree. Right. Right, one. Hang on a minute. Lego is well expensive. If you've stolen a grand's worth of Lego, that means you've stolen about seven of the big boxes. Because yeah. they, they can go they can go up to 150, 200 quid a pop. You've stolen a grand over five days. You absolute lazy, terrible, terrible thieves. Lego is the most expensive thing in the world. Yeah, if you want to get a decent size set, then it's going to set you back, isn't it? I don't... Uh, there's a, stupid facts, right? Who makes the most tyres in the world? Lego. Lego. It's not impressive. They're not, they're not real tyres. They're tiny Lego tyres. They're not real... Okay, who makes the most real tyres in the world? I don't know. Right, well, it's probably Pirelli or Dunlop or something. Good year. Yeah, yeah. Who makes them? Here's, here's something you might know. Who makes the most tyres in the world? Yeah, I do. It's Lego. Are you talking about? Can we talk about real tyres now, guys? For Christ's sake! They probably sake. make the most windows, most bricks. Yep, they make the most Lego. Yeah. Stores in Dorset have been targeted by the group which police police believe is made up of two women and two men. So there's four of them. Over five days, they've only got a grand's worth of Lego. This is awful thievery. Thievery of the worst kind. A Tesco store in Poole and nearby Toys R Us were targeted within ten minutes of each other. At the second store... Four suspects were seen pushing three trolleys filled to the brim with Lego before their getaway in a Vauxhall Vectra. Smith's Toys Superstore in Bournemouth also had £600 of Lego taken. That's three kits. In total, the gang of thieves are believed to have nicked stock worth £1,368. A man, 38, from Bournemouth and a woman, also 38, from Southampton, have been arrested. But they've been released. PC Vicky Sims of Dorset Police said... Oh, just stupid. Just stupid. How can you be such... This is the problem. We used to have the best thieves in the world, and now we've got the worst thieves. They stole just over a £1,000 worth of Lego. Here's an interesting thing, right? I'm about to get involved in an argument you, on Facebook. I wondered if you were around with someone. Right, there's in the monkey's film Head, there is a very famous bit of footage, which I think... I know why they've put it in the film. I think they're wrong to put it in the film. It's footage of a uh, Viet Cong being shot in the head and oh executed. Very famous. You'll have seen it. Right. You'll have seen it. It's someone's... I think they've got their hands tied behind their backs. Fellow walks up to them, gun in their head, shoots it. You see the blood come out the other Eey. side. Right. It's in the monkey's film head. Okay. Why? It's because it's like anti-war statement and it's all about, you know, how the, the, the teenage girls are screaming for them, but but really they should be screaming for... I think it's wrong being there. And then someone has just posted it and an article about that. It's a really iconic image of, of, of the war. There are two really famous images from that. There's that and there's one of... The a, girl running. Running down with the, the, the back all, you know, the napalmed and stuff. And someone's... There's an article about this picture. And so someone's posted a link to it on a monkey's Facebook page. And, um, and, and and the picture is the head of it. 
So and, you have no choice as to whether you see it. Yeah, and so I've I've written, even though I've seen the movie, the Monkeys movie, I make the choice to watch it. It's not great having the picture pop up on my timeline so often. Cause it keeps popping up. It's literally about to pull the trigger. I know it's iconic, whatever that means, but what I see is a brutal murder and the terror on the person's face. I do think it was a mistake putting this in the Monkeys film and also on this Facebook page. And then to ease the tension, I've quoted a line from the movie. Why should I speak for I know nothing? And then um, someone's replied, to, I understand it's very dif- disturbing and difficult to see, but it serves as a reminder of the horrors of war and lawlessness, which is an important lesson. So I've replied, yeah, I've already got that lesson, but thanks very much. And it's now, it's, it's, um, it, it's now about to kick off on this page. Oh, I just... The internet. I don't really like Facebook. No, I don't like Facebook. I don't like computers. Don't like you. Oh, three, four, five, came, that came out. Sorry, guys. Freudian clip. Slip, slip. Let's go to a break. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Private message from David Badcock on Facebook. Oh, good. I'll do the voice. Uh. Game of Thrones already let me down. I've been Ed Ruddy Sheeran on it today singing a song on being a bad actor. Rubbish! Well, David joins us now. Good evening, David. Uh, no, last time I checked, I wasn't from the Caribbean. No, nope, I did your accent perfectly. So no. if you've got issues with that, David, um, I suggest you talk to your mother. Um, right. Let down by Game of Thrones. No, no spoilers. I agree. Uh, so, you, do you know what I'm talking about, Kathleen? Yes, because I was watching it and I was thinking, because you, you hear it from a distance, right? The singing comes in and you think, oh, he's trying. Yep. Oh, he's really trying. Yep. And then you realise who it is. And, and let me say this. Awful acting. <laughs> Which wouldn't hurt, wouldn't it? Is it like when, um, towards the end of Happy Days, they used to let Potsy Webber sing a song every week? Is it like that? A bit. I imagine so. I've never seen Happy Days. Sorry? I've not seen Happy Days. Never? Never in my life. Eee, I'm the Fonz and I'm gonna have sex, unprotected sex in the 50s. They no. should do a spin-off series called Fonzie's Kids and it's all the children that he fathered because he was, wasn't was wearing a condom. Because he, he was too cool for condoms. And when, when was this on the te- television? Sorry? When was this on the television? Yes, on the 1970s and the 80s. What, a, a man having sex? No. Yeah, in a leather jacket on his motorbike. And do you know how he got the ladies, David he, Bancock? He, he, he just clicked his, his fingers. fingers and go, Ey! And the ladies all come and sit on him and, and hump him. You saw it all. <laughs> it was a cue. Ey. Yeah, you have to do it in public. You're, just, you're just snapping twigs. Um, David's called in to save the show, which is Good. which really says something. Um, right. Yes. Um, what have you got for us tonight, David? What supernatural spookiness would you like to unleash on the um, listening public? Um, well, it, it's, not, it's not supernatural, and I'm fed up with that kind of thing. Oh. Oh, you're over it. You're throwing in the, the uh, towel? No, I'm, I'm sick of people taking the, the, the Michael. Well, you, you, here's the thing. If you have beliefs that are outside of the norm... Um, and I've learnt this the hard way, uh, Badcock. If you have beliefs right. that are outside of the norm, 
you've got to be prepared to take the flack. Well, I'm not. I'm not as, as, as tough as, as you, Mister Lee. I'm very tough. Leaders lead, and followers follow. Right? That's you can have that. I made that up. That's wise words. Leaders lead, and leaders. And what was it? Leaders lead. Leaders lead. And the, everyone else follows. And, and the others, they're going to follow. Are you going to follow, David, or are you going to lead? Uh, lead. There we go. Lead that's, Lead away. That's the spirit. That right. is the spirit. Well, lead away. I, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd fall into ranks with the... Uh, you with, do what? Other... Not on the radio, you won't. I'm about to fall into ranks. Not on the radio, you're not. Oh, fall into ranks. Sorry, Amy. Fall, in, fall into thing. ranks. Yeah, fall into ranks, yes. Who's ranks? I'm going to behave like some of your other um, um, contributors. Okay. What does that mean? I've got a wacky topic. Oi! Put some cream on it and stop picking it. Topic! Here we go. Uh, which colour pear drops is best? Oh, uh, a pink. Right. Green? No, it's only only yellow and pink. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, no, pink sounds good. Right. That didn't, that, didn't that didn't really get that. Well, let's put it out there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Which uh, colour pear drops? Jeez. Mm. Second thing. Yes. If if you wanted to do a show from Rotherham, you, you, you're quite happy to uh, stay at mine. Is the, oh. is that is Rotherham near Manchester? It's north. Okay, thanks. Thanks for calling, David. I mean, <sighs> Lucia Pit. <gasps> David, get back, cock back. No, God, this is that is freaky, right? That is freaky. That is. If you're watching on Periscope, you saw that happen. I cut him off. I don't want to touch it. <clears throat> he's going to get such a bad review, this fella. Oh, he's all nice on the email. Nice when you pop round. He's so lovely, but yes, he didn't tell us why he wanted to get rid of he it. He did not say his merchandise was haunted. That's why it was so cheap. Yeah, of course it is. Oh, that is horrible. <laughs> that is... Don't, that is messed up, Don't man. put it in the children's bedrooms. <laughs> they will never sleep again. That is thoroughly unpleasant. <clears throat> is it off? It's off now. Are you sure? Yeah. Your computer! No, don't put it there. Outside! No, no, no. Outside and leave it out. Stop, stop keep for... bringing... Stop, no, no, no. Stop bringing it in. Leave it out there. Bloody hell. Well, stop bringing your computer noisy. Your equipment keeps going on. It doesn't matter. That's that's content. That is annoying. Just don't ever. I don't ever want to see that in here again. Lucia Pitalis has become a famous face on social media. She hasn't. I haven't seen her. In fact, loads of famous faces. The Italian. These are brilliant, right? But I don't know how she does it. The Italian artist uses makeup to transform herself into stars, including Pirates of the Caribbean actor Johnny Depp 
and rock legend David Bowie. But David Bowie in, um, um, what's that film he was in? Labyrinth. There we go. She has even doubled as German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Fittingly, Lucia, 46, puts her famous physogs. And that means face. But they've spelt it F-I-Z-Z-O-G-S. Physogs. Because shouldn't it be phys, P-H-Y-S? No, I don't think so. I think it's like, um, I think, I'm going to say that word again that you like. Yeah. I think it's like a bastardization of visage. Fade to grey. On Facebook, here might really... So these are genuinely brilliant, but I don't see how she's done it. I'll show you what, look. So that's all the same um, woman, if you're looking on Periscope. That's the actual same... I mean, look at her, look at her Gene Wilder. Look at the, look at the Gene Wilder. That's her. How does she... Yeah, it works in a, a photograph, but I think probably in real life you'd be able to see the joins. Because it's all shading and stuff, isn't it? It's like using yeah. her face as the well, canvas. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. It's really clever. Hang on a minute. Why are you, um... Um... Uh, um... Oh, dear. Um, I was reading something very silly. Um... Yeah, but you can't, you can't, hang on a minute. Why are you trying to pour scorn on I'm this? I'm not. You're I'm not. I'm, a little bit of scorn. No, there. I'm not. I'm fascinated by it, because, and I've watched. Um, you, you can see them doing it on YouTube quite a lot. I've uh, seen loads of them, and they're brilliant. Um, but photograph photographing it helps because if you were to look at them in three, well, you, here's the, here comes the scorn. Here comes the scorn again. No, why can't, why can't you just? It's not scorn. It's a little bit of scorn. It's not scorn. I now, think it's amazing. But if you're there, it's not so amazing. Is what you're saying. There's there's, mo- that's scorn. There's, no, that is not, actual scorn. It's not scorn. You've, there's scorn and you're pouring it. I'm not. Just accept that these are brilliant. You wouldn't... No. If you saw it in real life, Why? you wouldn't think that's Gene Wilder. Why? Why? I'm not doing it. So, you are. It's really clever shading. Front, yeah, it's brilliant. Front, front ways on. Yeah, it's brilliant. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I know, I, it is brilliant. Yeah, so, so then just But you're stop. saying I don't know how she does it. I'm telling you how she I'm does it. I'm not saying I don't know how she does it. You're saying, yeah, they're good, but I bet if you were there, they'd be rubbish. No, 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 I'm not. You, you, well, you are. No, I'm saying it's done specifically yeah, for... Yeah, for photographs. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's really clever. Perfect, that's it, and we're, we're done there. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, though. Oh, yours. Uh, because you're going, you're going, but if you were there, it wouldn't be so good. I'm not. You did. You're making a thing of it when it's not a thing. You said, yeah, it's good, but... No, it's. I said it's brilliant. But, if you were there... It's for front ways on. I know, exactly, it's photographs. I'm not continuing this conversation. It's driving me nuts. (laughs) I think you need to have a long, hard look at yourself. Yeah, I do. Um, Oh, man alive. But just in a picture, not actually in 3D. Can we go home early tonight? (laughs) Oh, dearie, dearie me. Oh, dearie, dearie me. What story have we um, got in here? Oh, here we go. When you kiss, right, which way do you go? I go right. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, think. Just go, go, close your eyes. Kissing. I think everyone probably right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we go. Humans are hardwired. I can't kiss to the left. <laughs> oh God! What an image! Oh, stop it! Can't do it. Humans are. This is um, this is science, but it's not um, Colin Fernandez. Humans 
are hardwired to favour leaning to the right while kissing their... And then it says here romantic partners. What about their non-romantic partners? Also, humans. Do other animals kiss? Um, yeah. Monkeys kiss? Dog? No, they don't. Oh, shut up. They don't. Of course they do. Monkeys kiss? No, they don't. Well, you think that when they want to make baby monkeys, they just go and whack it in? Oh, they yeah, it. I've seen the, no, I've they seen the films. Of monkeys doing it, you deviant. You should give your... This is exactly why we need credit card details. <laughs> You're ruining it for everyone. <laughs> the stuff I watch is normal, right? It's a few watches romantic by the sounds of it. Um, dogs kiss? No, they, well, no, they sniff each other's backsides. Yeah, they? But, they, they, but they kiss? Loads of animals kiss. Mice kiss? <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> why are you being so cold? You mean Minnie and Mickey? They found, this is scientists found, that mm. kiss recipients Kissipients. tended to match their partner's head-leaning direction. Well, yeah, of well, course. Well, yeah, otherwise it's going to be embarrassing, isn't you it? You know, if you both, one goes to the right and one goes to the left, and you go... Oh. <laughs> Although they... Oh, here we go, here we go. Although they knew this was true in Western countries, they were not sure if it was human nature or the result of cultural influences such as films and television. <laughs> so, these dirty perverts mm -hmm. studied how couples kissed in Bangladesh, where public displays of affection are frowned upon and intimacy is on screen is heavily censored. Psychologists and neuroscientists from the University of Dakar, Bath and Bath Spa studied 48 couples in Bangladesh, asking them to kiss at home, then report back. <laughs> They've killed cancer, have they? We've got AIDS and leukaemia. We've done that now. Brilliant. All right, let's go get some, some Bangladeshis to have a snog and then tell us about it. So we can sit, oh, writing our notes up. <laughs> Furiously writing our notes up. Stop it. Um, they, uh, they studied 48 couples in Bangladesh, asked them to kiss at home, then report back. Men were 15 times more likely to initiate kissing. And both partners showed a bias for turning their heads to the right. More than two-thirds of kiss initiators and recipients turned their heads to the right. Whether someone was... What the heck? Why is this? Someone call in, otherwise I've got to read out more of this crap. Uh, whether someone was left or right-handed... For Christ's sake. Whether someone was left or right-handed predicted which way they leaned, but only if they initiated the kiss. Oh. The study in the journal Scientific Reports, probably in the Reader's Wives section... <laughs> found that the head-leaning of the kiss initiator also strongly predicted the recipient's head-leaning direction. Why is well, that yes. even science? That's obvious. Yeah. This ne Why is this? This suggests recipients match their partners to avoid clashes. The research suggests the act of kissing is determined by brains, the brain split... Oh, just stick up your ass. Absolute rubbish. Absolute most pathetic. They got a grant for that as well, tossers. 
Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is. Oh, look, I've, I've missed out a really key word. No wonder people are suggesting we do the show in Somerset. I've, I've missed out the word Manchester. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's let's do that again. I mean, we've just been talking about it, guys. Need somewhere exciting to talk about July in or near Manchester. There we go. Flipping it. Some people. Some people. That's better. Okay. Right. People are saying Bister. Where's Bister? It's near Oxford. Yeah. Absolutely um, useless. Oh, three, four. I'm not even going to give out the number. No one's calling in. No one's calling in, guys. So we'll just carry on going through the papers. Where should we... Um... Hmm. Hmm. All right. OK. There's not really a lot in the papers today. It's all about Doctor Who. Mm. Oh, let us have a look. Um, here we go. Being best at queuing... <laughs> And having afternoon tea, no one has afternoon tea anymore. No one does. We used to be a nation of tea drinkers. We're not anymore. We're a nation of coffee drinkers now. Lattes and what we used to call in the old days, frothy coffees. That's what we drink. No one drinks No one drinks tea anymore. Being the best at queuing and having afternoon tea are among the top 50 things we love about being British. Oh, no, but no one drinks tea anymore. An afternoon tea. Talking about the weather and taking pleasure in other people's misfortune are also on the list. Nine out of ten adults are proud to call themselves Brits and are happy to live here. What does that even mean? Well, I'm happy to live here because my house is here and my job is here and my family is here. But I could quite happily live in America, in Japan. I could quite happily live in Europe. Mm. And I never got the pride thing. I'm proud to be British. What proud of what? What proud? Because my mum and dad had sex on this little bit of rock, and I came out here. I don't Tell get you what, it. Having been foreign yeah. before, um, it is quite nice to come home and not have to and not be foreign. Yeah. But apart from that, yeah. I, I don't feel particularly. But if you were born in America, or you were born in Germany, or you were born in Bangladesh, yeah. You, you you would feel the same attachment there. Yeah, it's not about the land, really. No. Habiba! Hello, my love, how are you? Habiba, the love of my life, you bring <laughs> it back to me. That's uh, me singing Tahiti by David Essex, but changing the word Tahiti to Habiba. Well done. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, and thank you for the serenading. I appreciate uh, it. It's but literally my pleasure. I've got 26 minutes to fill, and um, I've bought about a minute out of two lines of song just by singing it and then talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm quids in. Well, I'm late joining the show, Oh, but what have you been talking about? Something... About well, I don't want to know about porn and credit cards. Okay, what was we, the other things? Uh, Manchester Ghost. Um, I bought a, a gramophone player. It keeps starting Ooh. up by itself. Yeah, it keeps starting up by itself. It's haunted. Um, uh, Flip flops that give you cancer. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, you're making me laugh. What? Cancer's funny, is it now, Habiba? Is no, it? Cancer's not. funny, is it? Um, you well, I suppose it is in your business because you're an undertaker. Oh, don't. You All don't, I've been you, dealing with is, is, is the cow victims, I'm afraid. 
Oh, have you really? Oh, oh I did. Dearie, uh, dearie. 11 me. in one week. Oh, oh Habiba. Goodness gracious me. It's definitely been the hardest period of work I've ever, ever had to undertake. Um, there are so many questions I want to ask that I won't because it's inappropriate, but, um, mm. well, well done you for, you know, you're, you're, you're doing good work, Habiba. Well done. And that, that must be. Yeah, okay, here's a question I can ask. Um, and, and, and the Grenfell to, to, to one side. Um, uh, you know, when, when uncle dies or when grandpa dies, you know, it's sad, but it's kind of unusual. When you do have to deal with something like Grenfell, but let's put that to one side, something that is horrific, you know, spectacularly horrific. Yeah, like 7-7 I did as well. Yeah. Oh, flipping it. But you, you, something like that, that is, that is huge and is horrific and is all of that. Um, it, who do you talk to about it? Do you, is there like... My mum. Is it? Is that... I was going to ask if there's like an undertaker's hotline or something with my tongue <laughs> slightly in my cheek, but whether they... You know, there was there was like a sort of counselling service or something that you could employ. I mean, if we wanted to, we could do. I think we all just talked to each other about it because yeah. we were all just so shocked by everything. And being an undertaker, you get to see all aspects of yeah. it. Oh, and it's horrendous. But when I went home, I found myself um, crying a lot. Because it was constantly on the news, and I'd go home and tell my mum what I had to do that day, mm. and I'd just burst into tears. And all my mum would say to me is, look, uh, it, it is tragic, but, you know, these people are not suffering anymore. Mm. They're just not suffering. That, that, that's anything, because all I kept going through is just what they went through, and I just, I don't know, it's just, but I'm just hoping that they were all just knocked out by the smoke. And I, did a thing and well, went to sleep. That's what I hope. I um, listened, Radio 4, a couple of weeks ago, did, reported on the coroner's findings for some of the families in Grenfell. Oh, Lord. And uh, I had to turn it off halfway through because... Um, oh, Funny it was, that, because it was the coroners just... that I've been dealing with, I couldn't talk to them about it. I had to pass it on to somebody else. I it, didn't want to know. It was just the saddest stories of of um you know f- people that had tried to escape from very high up and uh, families and families got separated oh god yeah and so you know two of the families two two members of the family would make it out and then they found you know the third member six floors down from where that and you just think oh my gosh the things those um and I won't go into any more detail because it's it is it's literally horrific. Uh, so I'm not going to you know say anything more than that. But um, uh, the things those people must have seen, and and I knew it would happen. It happened quicker than I thought it did it would actually. But the, the tone has already um, a month later has already you know um, having a go at them for yep. I- illegally subletting. Having yeah. a go at them because they're turning they're down, migrants. yeah, because they're migrants. Well, having a go at them yeah. because they are uh, they're turning down properties that are outside of London. Um, having a go at them because they have got the cheek to heckle, uh, you know, an MP or their local councillor. Having a go at them because some people are saying, including people who work at this radio station, uh, accusing them of turning this into a political. Football, of course, it's political because it could have been avoided. You know, people say, "Oh, you're using this to attack the Tories." Well, hang on a minute. The, the things these people have seen, the the friends and family that they have lost. I will let these poor souls say anything they want. If they want to come on and have a go at me, I'd let them do it. Because who are we to say what they can and can't be angry about? 
I totally agree with you. Having met a lot of the family, friends and relatives of the people who have perished in this disaster, I totally get their anger. I totally get it. And if, it, if I was in the same situation, I'd probably act the same way. Yeah, of course. Of course. Some of those stories are so sad. And, and um, well, all, uh, it, the story of everybody that was in that building is so sad. Not some of them. E- everyone. And I, I, I still drive past it once or twice a week or drive where I can see it once or twice a week. And, um, dear God, the the stuff you must have to see and deal with, Habiba. Well done you for well done you for you know being a valuable. Con- what was that? Of course, someone has to do it, Ian. Well, yeah, but you are you 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 provide a great service, and um, you are a very valuable member of society. And you so and Kat provide a great service. Cause no, I tell not- you what, you've cheered me up. I listen to all your podcasts. Well, I might not always call in, but of an evening when I get back, especially in the last month. It's been so good to chuckle and listen to a bit of Alan Caddick getting peed off. And <laughs> there we go. There we go. That, so I knew there's a reason we kept him. Thank you, Kath. Oh, you will. Thank you, Habiba. Have a good evening, my darling. Have a, and I'll speak to you soon. Ta-ta, bless you. I mean, dear God, you know, someone like that saying we provide a service. But I, 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 I bow in uh, uh, just in wonderment at what she has to put up with. Honestly, the, the, I, I couldn't listen to this report on Radio 4 and I felt guilty for turning it off because I kind of felt it was like a, a duty I had to listen to it. But th- there was just one story and I was in tears in the car and I just thought, I, I can't, I can't, I cannot listen to this. Ay, 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 we got another 15 minutes. 0344 499 is the telephone number. The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee on air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, being the best at queuing 0344 499 1000 and having afternoon tea are the, among the top 50 things we love about being British. I couldn't name you five. There's all, every now and then there'll be talk of the government introducing a British test or something for Uber drivers or for, for whomever. And um, Nick Ferrari will, will do, do a phone in. What, what makes us British? I, d- I don't know what makes us British, but but getting upset that a woman has got a lead in a science fiction television programme, that makes us British, it seems. Seems to be the key factor. Talking about the weather and taking pleasure in other people's misfortune are also on the list. Nine out of ten adults are proud to call themselves Brits. The survey also revealed they uh, the preferred way to say scone rhymes with gone. For goodness sakes. A spokesman for the... <laughs> who ran the poll, said, This shows us our stereotypes of what we love about being British. We apologise too much and tea cures all ills. Top ten things about being British. In reverse order, number ten, being the best at queuing. Number nine, afternoon tea. See, I would say no, no, I, my, one of the best things about being British is feeling awkward after giving a bad handshake. <laughs> you've given a handshake and you've, 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 like, you've just grabbed the fingers. Yeah. I've done that before. Instead of the hand, you grab the fingers and you, and you come away hating yourself for um, uh, the, the rest of the day. That, is, that, to me, is being British. Well, then there's a the modern version of that, which is going in for the hug yeah. and, and just getting a really rigid, awkward, not really hug back. Number eight, we love an underdog. This is absolute bullshine. Number seven, we are proud of where we live. 
number because yeah, no one else in the world's like that obviously what about america you muppets they get they have to flipping salute the flag and sing we love we bum our flag every day in school five-year-old singing we bum our flag uh, now Number six, we apologise for everything. Number five, tea solves every problem. Number four, we're best at being sarcastic. Oh, are we now? Hmm. Number three, Jesus. And this, right, right. And this is why I hate being British. Go on. Number three reason of why people love being British is why I hate being British, right? And it says so much. The number three reason makes us proud to be British, everyone speaks our language ah uh, ah uh, british uh, you, everyone speaks oh, british it's not true you absolute arrogant smug lazy assholes for crying out loud first of all there is no british language you idiots secondly not everyone speaks it thirdly even if you can't learn a language and i'm i'm terrible at languages take a flipping book with you take a book and when you're in a shop go um uh, and and look to do that at the very least, do that you smug, arrogant, thick Neanderthals. That's what I hate about being British. It, that smug, and it's it's not so much now. It was it was. I mean, it's still in existence. But I remember in the eighties and the nineties, it was even more so. Um, you, yes, hello, bloody idiot doesn't understand me. Yes, what time do you close? All of that rubbish. Take a guidebook, get it out, and make an effort. Because you know what? They flip in, love it. We, apart from the French, you'll generally want to speak to you in English because they're better. I used to be quite good at Japanese. I'm not now. I can't remember it, but I had lessons. Man alive, I blew the Japanese minds when... Because Western people don't bother with their language. Very, very few Westerners, particularly Americans and British people, bother to learn Japanese. I silenced a Chinese restaurant in Japan by walking in, I can't remember the phrase now, saying, hello, I'm a vegetarian. Do you serve... uh, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat or fish. Will you be able to help? And do you have a menu in English? And literally, everyone in this restaurant, someone went... And, and, And they blew their minds. I got on a bus. Excuse me, is this... Does this bus go to Tokyo? The bloke was like, no, it doesn't, in Japanese. No, it doesn't. I went, ah, which bus do I need to get to Tokyo, please? And he, and he, and he answered, and I, and I understood it. And it was... It, everyone, it blew everyone's mind. And you enjoy yourself oh, I loved more it. because you're listening oh, I to loved everything. it. You've walked down the street with me and you know that my radar goes off. Yes. I love it. I love it. I especially love it when people assume you don't understand what they're saying. Oh, that's good. My wife speaks fluent Greek. And a number of times we've been to a Greek island and they have been very rude about us or have been eyeing up her arse. Mm-hmm. And she will speak to them in English and let them talk. And just as she's going away, she will give them a withering put down in Greek. Yes. And it's hilarious and it is wonderful. Wonderful to see. Good evening, Kyle. Good evening. How many languages do you speak? Let's count them. I'm, uh, I can... Uh, well, mainly English. Yes, mainly or, mainly English. Although I can order a cup of tea in French. There we go, you see? Mm. That's a start. Go on, then. Uh, avez-vous un tasse de thé uh, avez-vous Okay. Is yeah, it, you'd understand that. Beautiful! Beautiful! You see? And that just a little bit means they won't put um, wee-wee in it. And I don't mean yes-yes. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 
What you got, Carl? Uh, no, I was just going to say the uh, the thing about Britishness. Yes. I don't know whether I've uh, told you this before. Uh, my nan, who you know, sadly uh, passed away, but a few uh, not that long ago, maybe about five years ago, I took her to uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Nutter's restaurant. For who, a, whose a, restaurant? Uh, Andrew Nutter. I don't know who that is. Is that like? A, on, is he chef? Well, she's, she's, yeah, he's been chef. on uh, Channel Five. That's what we that thing where you do the cat. Audio yeah, 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 yeah. He, hang on, he's not. Hang on, his cat's not been on. Cats make you laugh out loud, is it? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, 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 okay. Oh. Well, but of course, I watch all of the Channel Five programmes, and the ones I miss, they get sent to me on video. Indeed. Okay, so you went to to a posh a posh restaurant. Well, she did, and I thought it was a special treat. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, I took her up to the restaurant, and uh, we paid. Uh, Why well, sounds nothing now, really, for a block from Rochdale. But it, it was about 25, 30 quid yeah. uh, for a posh afternoon tea. And uh, my nan sat there uh, and they brought out all the... Because the, they bring out very small sandwiches, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course they do. And uh, and she said... And people heard her in the restaurant. And she was in, like I said, like 80s. And she went, I don't like this bread. It's uh, mouldy. I went, no, no, it's herbs. Yes. And she said, well, I'm not eating it. Oh, I like your nana. Money, money down the ground. And I bet, what was it, 25 quid for tiny little sandwiches with the crust cut off, I'd imagine? Uh, yeah, well, it was uh, mini brioches with uh, herbs in But again, my nan said they were mouldy, so oh, I didn't eat them. That, to me, is that is what is British. Old people complaining that poncy food is off. Yeah. That is, that is what is, makes me proud to be British. My grand sends the vegetables back if they're Alicante. Well, they're undercooked, Kath. Too hard. Really. She's too hard. Yeah. Plus, she's got, to, uh, she's got her own teeth, and there's a reason for that. She doesn't eat anything hard anymore. Well, do you know what I didn't know? And this might be... Uh, an, it's, uh, I was uh, at a, uh, a, a, a sort of comedy show tonight, yeah. and I didn't know that Ozzy Osbourne had false teeth until tonight. Mm. Sorry? What? Well, okay. well, drugs makes your teeth drop out. Here's what they should say to kids. Um, don't do drugs. Why not? Your teeth will drop out. And they do. And your nose will collapse. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I didn't know that. I've interviewed Ozzy Osbourne, the nicest smelling man I have ever met. He smelled wonderful. I can't believe I've interviewed Ozzy Osbourne. I, was sat, I had to go and listen to his rubbish new album. Then I got to sit with him for 20 minutes and talk to him. Me and, me and Ozzy, it was brilliant. But he did smelled... Did you not look at his... I didn't, I didn't look at his teeth, Carl. But now that you've mentioned that... That if that opportunity ever presents itself again, I'm just going to be staring at his. Ew, what are you doing? Looking at my teeth. You know, Whitney used to wear false teeth as well. Uh, at the end. What a drugs, shame! Drugs crack. What a shame! Drugs crack, isn't it? Drugs crack, Kyle. Well, that's why you uh, you age horses. I don't know what I was going to say. Cast would know that, but I don't know why you would know that. Cast. I, I apologise. That's awful of me. But that's why you. Um, it's out there now. the age of horses. Yeah. Well, this is why you're not supposed to look a gift horse in the mouth. Is that true? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's like checking its quality, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because so basically you're checking its age. So you get given a free horse, you go, wicked free horse. You don't go, I'm just going to look in its mouth to see how old it is. Hang on, this is an old nag. Jog on. This is, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, but I didn't know that. There you go, Carl. You see, we are educational. We may not be entertaining, but we are educational. Hey, the vets fixed my cat today. Velvet, 18 and a half years old. Very thin. 
She's uh, she's been unhappy since we got the dog. It's been, it's been a miserable time, and uh, she's getting very thin. And I thought, oh, I'm going to take her to the vets, and I'm 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 set for the worst. And the vet examined her, trimmed her claws, and went, "Yeah, it's her thyroid. I think we can fix this." And I went, "Really?" So, oh yeah, yeah, just give us some pills. But it now means uh, 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 I've got to give the cat tablets. And here's the thing. They won't be tricked, will they? No, you cannot trick them. She's she's she is not a tablet eater, and he showed me the way to do it. And he said, "This is what you need to do." Oosh. And he just grabbed her head, yanked it back, squeezed her mouth open, and just chucked it down the back of her throat, and then rubbed her neck so she swallowed it. And I said, "Right, I'll take that." Hang on a minute. Yes, line one. <laughs> H- hello. <laughs> hello. Okay, hello. Okay, thanks very much indeed. That was um, someone phoning up and playing... uh, Was it Homer Simpson saying boring? I have no idea. Oh, that's from the Nick Abbott clip. Okay, right. Um, There is not a chance in hell of me being able to chuck a tablet down my cat. I won't see her now. I won't see her again. She knows. She'll disappear. I won't get anywhere near her getting a tablet. just... Whacked it down there and rubbed her throat. And, uh, she but here's the thing, guys. Always have pet insurance because this is going to end up costing a fortune today for the blood tests and the tablets was 270 quid. Um, and, and there might be a couple more things wrong with her, which they can fix. But um, always get pet. I've, I've, had pet, I've always had pet insurance. Always. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a, I think it's not, for her, it's 99 quid a year, 100 quid a year, which is, you know, it's not. You know, it's a significant amount of money. I've had her for eighteen years. You go and do the, or sixteen years. You go and do the maths. Um, but but the insurance will cover it, man. That's it's, it's, that's what you do. Particularly with animals, they get ill. Remember once I had, I, I had treatment for it. It cost about four thousand pounds. Gosh, insurance covered it. I would have paid it if I had to. You know, things we do for our cats. That's it, dear listener. That's the end of, um, let's be honest, a rather lacklustre show uh, this evening. They can't all be um, winners, this, you know, but this one will be podcast, unlike the one on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Don't forget, you can, of course, download podcasts. You can buy tickets. Um, for uh, shows we have got coming up. If you follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee, I bang on about them all the bloody time. I'm sure most of you will have muted me, but there you go. Um, Show tonight, and then show on Wednesday, and then I am off. Until then, ta-ta.